here we go. Slap some bacon on a biscuit and let's go. We're burning daylight. Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. Well, if I make a statement, come on, man, sit the fuck down. But you know what's on my mind right now? It ain't the coffee in my kitchen. Hey, what's up? Rabbit and Love, we back. We with Charlie, too. Episode four is it now? I think this is round four. Uh, something like that. I don't remember. Critical drinking, bro. Yeah, (laughs) another one of those. Let's go. Let's get right into it. First one of those. First one? It is the first one. It is the first one. Well, we had an attempt at one. Yeah. We, we that was too too drinking. much critical, too <laughs> much drinking. drinking. Yeah, too much drinking, too much Yeah, it was bad. Too much drinking, not enough thinking. Come on, man. Oh, uh, no, it was too critical and too much drinking. It was very critical. Um It was gibberish for half of it. Anyways, yeah, let's I, continue. I, I don't know what we're even gonna talk about, yeah, to be honest. So okay, so let's go into it. Um I totally missed the Super Bowl. Every minute of it. Like I caught the score at twice because I was working on a report that apparently procrastination is still a curse of mine. Um, I got homework something to do and I haven't started it yet. Yeah, right. So um, these boys are going to essentially update me on what happened and tell me their thoughts, and that's going to be how we're going to start this off. So what? Okay, so who won again? The Chiefs won. Chiefs won. Chiefs beat the 49ers. What was the ending score? Thirty-one to twenty. Okay. Okay. Mahomes won MVP. Um, of course. Andy, Andy Reid won his first Super Bowl. Yep. Like, it was the second he was been in, I believe. Because he was yep. with there with the Eagles and then lost. Yep. 61 years old. 61? Yep. 61. Yep. Yep. What was this, like his 200 or 300th game? It's something 22? like that. I think he had the most yeah. games coached without a Super Bowl or yep. something like that. Wow. I mean, he's been in the playoffs a lot and gone far, but never yeah. got the Super Bowl. So. Hmm. Um, I like. I thought it was very, very compelling. Um, there was more, a lot more offense than last year. Last year was thirteen to three, I believe. Yep, thirteen three. So this one being thirty one twenty was definitely more, more interesting. Mm-hmm. You do like to see a good game, you know? Yeah, it, it wasn't was back and forth too. Yeah, and it wasn't ridiculous. It wasn't like oh, there's no defense. Yeah. There was a lot of good defensive plays and stuff. Um, yeah. it was back and forth. I mean, realistically, it was probably a four point game. There was just a touchdown at the end that made yeah. it seem like a larger deficit. Yeah. But. Well, it was, it was really neat to see the so the 49ers took the early lead with the field goal, and the Chiefs got a touchdown, and they got a field goal, so they were up 10-3. Then the 49ers got a touchdown before halftime, so it was 10-10 going to halftime. Pretty good game so far. I mean, yep. going into halftime tied is great. Is great. Um, and then the 49ers scored 10 points in the third quarter to take a 20-10 lead, and then the Chiefs went, 40, went 14 points and then garbage seven in the fourth quarter, yep. so 21-0 in the fourth to win it. So a very good back and forth game. Like those are those are good to see. I mean, it's, yeah. not, it's not so lopsided like the Falcon Patriots game where it was 20, 20 to three and then they blew it. It wasn't like lopsided where the 49ers, I think won fifty nine to ten or something. Yeah, that sounds that. right. This was this was a very good game. Um, back and forth till the last second. I mean the the craziest thing to me thinking about it is the Chiefs have, in all three of their playoff games were down ten at least once in yeah. all three of their games and ended up winning. That's just crazy. I mean, I mean, sometimes the adversity takes the best or brings out the best in them. Uh, clearly, seem to be the thing with the Chiefs. Um, other things to note: um, Troy Aikman and Joe Buck called it. Yep. Um, I believe that in the first Super Bowl, Jay Buck called it. Was it Jay or was it Jack? Jack. Jack. It was Jack, Jack Buck. Buck. I think it was his dad or 
Um, we'll up here and confirm it. But so it was kind of cool if, if it was his dad, like they carried it on. Um, the announcing was a little iffy. I mean, there were some back and forth. Um, one complaint I had was like the yard line always seemed to be one yard off. Like, yeah, that was second. weird. It seemed like the the editing van or something had something off. There was yeah. like audio quality sometimes would go out or there'd be weird sounds. And yeah. it was just, it was weird. And also it, it was Joe Buck's father that called it. It was Joe so, Buck's father. Okay. So very cool that from the first Super Bowl to this Super Bowl, Joe Buck uh, continuing on. And yeah, his legacy, yeah. Yeah, that, that was very cool. Um, mm. Other than that, um, the halftime show, we had the halftime show with uh, Shakira and J-Lo. Mm. Um, Can't believe I missed that one. Yeah, I mean, it's on YouTube. So. Yeah, it's definitely. <laughs> look, look it up. Yeah, look it up. Look it. Yeah, it, was actually, it was actually pretty fun. This it, was, it was pretty fun. Since I've been up in college, I've seen five, five of these Super Bowls. Um, the halftime shows have always been super like they're all right, but they're, they're nothing that gets you excited. They're nothing special. This one actually felt really good. They kept it in the center. They didn't do any like theatric. They didn't do any like big theatrics, like jumping off the roof, yeah, or, like, running into the crowd, or running the like crowd. They stayed on stage. I think at one point Shakira crowd surfed. Yeah, but crowd it surfed. Pretty choreographed for her. Yeah, it was like her bodyguards were like carrying her. Yeah, but, yeah. but it was it was really good. They played a lot of the songs that I knew, which was really nice. Um, mm-hmm. They didn't. They didn't go out like try to promote new stuff, which I mean, like do with it as you want. But for me, like I want to hear the stuff that like I know. And I got I, you big and stuff. Yeah, like, that, like so. so that was that was really cool. I was actually I was joking around with Perrin and Parker when we were watching it, and I was like, "Do you think Jennifer Lope, uh, Lopez is actually going to sing Jenny from the Block in Miami?" And that was the first song she yep, went off she with. Came out so to it. I was mm. I was pretty pumped. Um, I, I really enjoyed for, for, the commercials were pretty good too. We talked yep. about that. Um, I think the commercials were better than last year, even. So yep. I thought, I thought last good. year's were horrible. Like they were just nothing to really write home about. Yeah, there was year. a couple that were like kind of funny, but they they didn't like make you laugh out loud. Yeah. And there were a lot of like serious ones. And this year it seemed pretty lighthearted. There were a couple serious ones, but a lot of yeah. them were really funny and lighthearted and stuff. So um, something else that we didn't even talk with Garrett earlier. Um, the political ads. There were only two of them that ran. Yep. Um, Donald Trump. Start from Donald Trump. Yep. The political ads. So. Uh, so the two political ads that were run were uh, Donald Trump and Michael Bloomberg. Okay. Um, first one was Donald Trump doing a cr- uh, criminal reform mm. one, uh, where he pardoned a lady who was, I think, falsely com- convicted. Yeah, either falsely convicted or, or life for like drugs or something like that. Yeah, it was she something had, weird. Well, yeah, she had a life life sentence, and so she thanked mm-hmm. Donald Trump. That was his ad. He approved it. And then Michael Bloomberg did an ad. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I went in and out on that one. It was later on in the mm-hmm. Super Bowl, but it was. I mean, yeah, it was Mike, on your commenting on plays and whatever. Yeah, but Michael Bloomberg and Donald Trump clearly have the money to do it, yeah. and so that's why they had the ads. Um, obviously, it hasn't been a big thing in like the last three years because there's been no big election. Yeah, there's so. no yep. point. But uh, so that was, again, I was, I was, I was. I'm not glad that they exist, but I, I was glad that they limited it only to. I'm glad that it wasn't yeah. like every every five minutes we got another. So yeah, we got like funny ads, and we didn't have to really think too much. It was yeah. pretty limited on the political things, and they weren't they weren't too like sm- they they really didn't feel like they were smearing the other candidate, more like propping themselves up is what it kind of feel. Hey, I do like a little those. Bit. I do prefer those ads. I think those ads are a lot more genuine because it's more like look at me, look what I'm doing, not look at my garbage opponent. And yeah. I do. I do appreciate them saying that. That is very it, – it's a change of pace. It's admirable. And um, I, I, to just I, – I don't know. We want to turn this into a political thing. but it's just, No, we can. No, absolutely. No, 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 if we want to, we can. We, 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 we got the Super Bowl. If we want to do yeah. politics, we can do it later. But 
Yeah. I was very, I was very proud that both of them didn't like lead an attack. And obviously, like, what's Donald Trump going to do? Attack all Democrats? So. Yeah, it would be a shotgun blast, and it's not effective. So at this point, it's better off for him to just go be president. <laughs> but but Perrin did say like there was a bet like who was going to put the two out there was going to be Bloomberg or Trump. Yeah, there was a lot of crazy online bets that yeah. were that were just kind of funny. Like there was one that was like who's going to be the MVP of the Puppy Bowl? So <laughs> oh, people will bet on. Anything, dude. Yeah, they bet on the fact of like, what hand do they flip the coin with? Yep. Yep. Or um, if one of the coaches sneezes in the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. it's like, what in the heck? Yeah, it's like I'm gonna throw ten bucks on that. I don't know it's like, uh, so like <laughs> I don't. I yeah, but there was a thing about who would have the first political yeah. ad. So Trump had the first one. Yep. Um. Some of the other cool, uh, some other cool commercials. If we're gonna just go into this route, is uh, Lil Nas X and Sam Sam Elliott mm-hmm. uh, did a uh, did a dance off in like an old west setting. Old Town Road was playing. I think Lil Nas X won because his horse was willing to do a dance. And Sam, when Sam Elliott looked over, yeah, his, his horse, horse did. his horse kind of like shook his head, like, "No, I'm not doing it." So he he saluted Lil Nas X. Yeah. Lil Nas X rode off with Cool Ranch Doritos. Yeah, it was a, yep, it was a yeah. Dorito commercial. I, I like it. I like it. Brought MC Hammer out for the you old know, Cheetos. You get the the Cheetos. cheese dust on your fingers. You know, can't touch this. So that was pretty clever. That was pretty and I think funny. It, it ended with him taking the dude's Cheetos and going, "I touched this." <laughs> yeah, something like that. So yeah. that was that was pretty neat. Uh, there were some trailers too. I think Fast and Furious had one. Wonder Woman had one with a continuous ad. Yeah, it was a, a small trailer. Like yeah, Wonder Woman's was yeah. pretty small, but yeah, Fast and, and then there was. Um, Black Widow had Black a, Widow had had an extended trailer and um, James Bond. Really? Yeah, James Bond had one. Yep. No, no time to die got a nice thirty second little little snippet yep. in there, and it was. Um, I watched it later. I didn't watch it when it happened, but it it looks pretty cool. Um, I didn't mess with that. So, uh, as far as commercials went, this was definitely better than last year. I mean, like mm-hmm. you said last year's commercials, like we when we went last year, we went to a buddy's uh, dorm room. And we were watching them, and like, I mean, first of all, the Super Bowl was low scoring. Or it wasn't fun yeah. to watch. And then to tie into that, then you had the commercials weren't super exciting. Yeah, you had the Maroon Five. I didn't think I didn't like Maroon Five's halftime show, and I didn't. I I was one of the few people who actually did like Travis Scott's one. I, I mean, that's that's how he sounds live, so I wasn't too mad about that. See, I, I'm a Maroon Five fan, and I wasn't a huge fan of their yeah uh, halftime show. But uh, I think I think Jalen Shakir did a really good job. Um, I just I like the fact that they played their heads. I mean, obviously these are people who aren't releasing any like new number ones or yeah. anything like that. But. So they, they they went back into the library and they picked some of the better stuff. I think uh, Waka Waka and yep, um, the Hipstone Live, yep Hipstone Live stuff like that. Um, Jalo did on the floor again. Uh, our, yeah, our, no pit bull. No there was pit no pit bull in no, Miami. No pit bull in Miami. They, Jay Balvin did a cameo. Right, yep. Yep. Jay Yep. He uh, performed a couple of songs, uh, "Mi Gente," um, just songs like that. You know, mm-hmm. a couple of his bigger hits. They performed him, and I think he came out with Shakira, and then did the song with J Lo as well. I think so. Um. So, but I, I had a really good time watching it. Like mm-hmm. to be entirely honest, that was one of the better better Super Bowls I've seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, arguably the only one that even comes. I mean, there were two in the last five years that have come close. Both were Patriot Patriot Eagle and Patriot Falcon. Just because they were explosive, I yep. enjoyed watching them. Both commercials were pretty good in those two, but definitely one of the better, better Super Bowl performances. Yeah, like it, was, it was fun, and 
also these two teams, I didn't really have a strong Rudy interest or yeah. anything yeah. against either of them. I like both their tight ends. There's players on both teams I like, yep. so it was fun. You know, I feel like I was more lighthearted and just watching it to watch the game rather than rooting for someone. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't rooting for a particular team. There's certain players I don't like on each team and so like I didn't like either quarterback. I love both tight ends though. Like um Kelsey yeah. Kelsey and uh Kittle Kittle Kittle. That's I had Kittle in my, Iowa. I had Kittle in my no, I draft. Yeah. So both of those tight ends were, were really fun to watch. I was really glad to see they were both involved. Um mm. but it 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 was really fun to just actually sit back and watch. Like you're not worried about anything. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty cool. Nice. Yeah, I just worked on a report for six hours. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Yeah. yeah actually, no, I think about it, not six, nine. Um, yeah. Well, I, I kind of <laughs> I was hoping to get in the library a little sooner, but we had a couple of alums come up. I, I ate with Tusky and uh, okay. uh, Liz. Um, and I was laughing so hard. They had a, one of their buddies that came with. I was We were going back and forth just – Literally, I'd look over at him, and he'd be doing something just bizarre. <laughs> and I'd start laughing, and he would have to, like, stop what he was doing, laugh, and it was, oh, it was a good time. There you go. Yeah, it was good to see Tusky, good to see Liz. I had lunch a couple times, or breakfast a couple times with Liz this week. Um, I think she came over with and hung out with Corey and um, Cassie at our place, and it was a good time. Good to see. It's good to see old teammates. You don't realize how much you you're gonna appreciate them until they're yeah. gone, and yeah, so just kind of a weird tangent. No, that's fine. I mean, yeah. just explain. Explains what you're doing for yeah. the Super Bowl. So. Yeah, when the Super Bowl had had homework. Ooh, yeah, college. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it just doesn't feel like a Super Bowl night for me. Like, it, like I feel like there's usually well, so I mean, much more. Ammo. I mean, it, I mean, it was a Super Bowl Groundhog Day and a palindrome day. Like, well, I mean, but this super Sunday. This wasn't a Super Sunday, though. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. it was two teams that neither none of us had a rooting interest in. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, there there wasn't like a storyline behind it. There wasn't like a coach who had left and yeah. was on the other staff, yeah. and there wasn't there wasn't any animosity. There wasn't talking. Yeah. There wasn't Richard Sherman saying like you can't stop that. Like he was back yeah. when he was with the Seahawks seven years ago now. Yeah. yeah. So this was this was a much more this was much more chilled mm-hmm. kind of. Kind of Super Bowl, and I, I actually woke up today. I didn't even know it was Super Bowl. I went to go go to the gym. And I dropped Parker off, went to the gym, and I came back, and I was like, "Oh wow, it's the Super Bowl!" Yeah, so Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. So I had to get some of my homework done before then. I didn't finish my other assignment. I got to do that after this, but it's 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 crazy. I, I, I it's just weird that I forgot about the Super Bowl. It's yeah. supposed to the biggest event. Yeah, it's it's like just us being like. NFC North fans and like stuff like that. Like yeah. the teams around us really didn't yeah. do it. So it's like the Chiefs and the 49ers. I mean, that was one of the things with us, not huge rooting interests. So um yeah, no, I honestly my whole all my days have been so messed up with like the way things have been going. Like I totally thought all all of yesterday I was like Sunday, it's Sunday. Jake should be sending out training soon. Yeah, it's yeah. not Monday, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, tomorrow's Monday, got class, gotta wake up. At a decent time, no. Yeah, no, it sounds no. like weird. Like all of 2020, my dates have just been off. I, yeah, I can't even remember yeah. what day of the week it is half the time. So it's crazy. It's already February in 2020. That's yeah. the thing that gets me. Yeah, January just like gone. Yeah, Jeremy's done. Like, I was like, oh, we're here. Goodbye. Which, granted, we came up. I came up on January 9th. Yeah, I came fairly early too. And so, like, we were still on break at the beginning of it. We've been going to class. We're this. We're going into week four of classes. 
And it doesn't feel like it. Like, I was no, like, oh, no. I still got plenty of... No. Anything about January real quick, imagine February. We do no. have the extra day this year, but it's still a short month. Still a very short month. And it's just one of those... I feel like February... January, it's like, it's the first month. February, I feel like it's just this gone month. It just never seems like I notice it. Other than Valentine's Day. Which always puts a damper on the night. But like me and the boys, uh, just get you, together. you don't have a Valentine. Ah, uh, you know I haven't had a Valentine for a little while. Hey, I'll, I'll be, will you be my Valentine? Oh, I'll, I'll be your Valentine. I can't believe you just asked me on how to record. Oh I my god, I don't know how to respond. Um, so no. all those proposals where you do it in front of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I, I pressure you into saying yes because if you say no, yeah, you're gonna feel you're, like you're gonna feel like an asshole. Like, we had a girl in high school. Got asked by a special needs kid, and oh, she's just no. like, I felt so bad because like he was like. Those are two reasons you can't say no, right yeah, there, back yeah. to back. Well, okay, oh. the thing is, is like he wasn't like in the special needs class. He just had like mild Asperger's, and she's just like vapor locked. Like, uh, how do I answer this? And she's just like, yeah, and then like talked with him later about it, and like it was. If I felt bad for both of them, it's, yeah, it was. No one comes out looking good from that. No, it, no. It, nobody, and nobody wins with that. And so, like, it, I feel bad oh, for man. that. Her was it? Was this an anti-promposal thing that we just did right now? Like, a, uh, yeah, don't don't do shit public unless they really like it. Unless they really unless, like yeah, public yeah, stuff. There's yeah. some people, yeah, and it's like know. if you know it's coming. Yeah. Like if it's your girlfriend, you you typically would want to ask them in like, the most public way. Yeah. yeah. It's like a declar. It's a declaration of like your. You know, the, yeah. the proverbial scream it from the top of the mountain type thing. <laughs> yeah, but if it's like some high school would... musical three. Yeah. Wow, we really went yeah. out, of, out of our way on this. Yeah, one. that was. Yeah. We watched. You really wanted to bring that one around. Well, well, didn't you? well, last night, Charlie, my little brother, and I watched high school musical three and Sky High. <laughs> wow. Like, it was you a guys. Night. It was a wow. Night, yeah, reminiscing. You, you guys know, have been just like throwing it. choices have been going downhill. Oh, we, 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 we watched Casino Royale, the oh, okay, Daniel okay. Craig. Yeah, let's. Yeah, so we, we watched that one. That wasn't that bad. To movies anyway, so we watched Casino Royale. Um, New James okay, Bond coming that out. One. That one's, I like that one a lot. Yeah. yeah, it's fun, except for the one scene, which is painful to watch if you're a guy. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 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 No. Yep. Moving on. Yeah. Moving okay. on. But so <clears throat> with, with the trailers, uh, New James Bond coming up. So they got. Do they have a New James Bond now? Yep. Remy Malik is the bad guy. Oh, the New James Bond has not been confirmed. It's suspected to be the, oh, the star like after this. Yeah, yeah, after this. After this. It's one. supposed to be the star of Little Women, uh, the dude from Little Women. There's a lot of indie films type stuff. Yeah, he's British, so oh, okay. we got that going for him. Yeah. Um, no one's, no one hears for his choice. I don't think. Um, we got Perrin probably over there with uh, Idris Elba. Yeah, I like Idris Elba. Um, I, I would have no problem with Idris Elba. I actually kind of think like if we're going with a smooth, sophisticated guy, especially British guy, like I do think Idris Elba. Mine was someone a little bit more younger. My only complaint with Idris Elba is I think mm-hmm. he's 47 and Daniel Craig's 51 trying to retire from being James Bond yeah. 51. I think Idris Elba is a little too old for it. That would be my only complaint. But he complaint. looks like... He does look like it. I, he I, just I, exudes <laughs> sexiness, though. Like, I, I, I'm just going to say it. Like, I, like if you're going <clears> to... <throat> you're going to have somebody <clears throat> who's, like, supposed to be able to walk up to a girl and be like, yo, and she, like... Pants drop off, you know. Yeah. Like Idris Elba is going to be your dude, and so so He's my that my, my counter to that was going to be someone who's thirty six, so significantly younger, was going to be Henry Cavill. Mm. 
He was the runner-up to play James, or he was he was in the consideration to play James Bond back in 2005 for Casino Royale. Mm-hmm. Uh, they picked Daniel Craig over him, obviously. He's been for five films in the mm-hmm. franchise. Um, I thought he did a good job. I think he did a very good job. Yeah, but my, pick, my pick was uh, Henry Cavill. I thought someone who, again, exudes that kind of, like, that presence. That energy. Um, there, There is the complaint, like, James Bond's supposed to be suave. Suave, and, not... And, Dude yeah. that walks in, and then you're like, "Oh, that dude is definitely up to something. <laughs> that guy is going to mess me up later." Like that's just some Jack yeah. linebacker. You, you, yeah, you see Henry Cavill, and like the the joke when like you see Mission Impossible is like he's supposed to be undercover. It's like he can go undercover from anybody. Uh, I think I'm ripping this off from Honest Trailer. Uh, he can go undercover as anybody from uh, an NFL linebacker to Hagar from Final Fight. <laughs> right? It's like it's like yeah, yeah, yeah no, that dude is huge. You're not gonna mistake him for he's, anyone. He's not really a secret agent, but that's that's my kind of pick. I think like for more of a modern kind of take, kind of thing. Uh-huh. That was mine. I don't know who you had, but I knew that was mine and Perrin's. Speaking like of Henry Cavill, he did a great job with The Witcher. Yeah. He is a geek, and I love it. He did yeah. that role just. That's really funny. Press conferences, they uh, somebody asked him. I'm pretty sure somebody asked him. They're like. Harry Potter or Game of Thrones, and his answer was Lord of the Rings. That was pretty fun. It just made me laugh. Like oh, he did that a lot. Like half this, they're like uh, Fortnite or like PUBG goes Minecraft. Uh, <laughs> no, he, he seems he seems like he was really into playing The Witcher. That, yeah. From all the stuff I've heard, like he mm-hmm. seems very into. Yeah, it, I watched so. it. I liked it. Mm. I mean, he's very much a nerd. You can tell. You know, yeah. tried out for James Bond. Was Superman? Now was The Witcher? It's like okay, yeah, you're you're jacked and huge, but you're definitely a geek. Like that, oh, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, that's kind of that's really sweet. But uh, for the new James Bond, it looks kind of this is the final Daniel Craig movie. He's announced mm-hmm. he's retiring after this. They they had to drag him to do this movie. It's been five years yeah. since Spectre. Um, I don't know if I've ever seen Spectre. I did not see Spectre. I didn't. I didn't like how it looked. Um, personally, I just don't think I ever had the opportunity. But I've seen, yeah, but I've seen the other three. I've seen Casino Royale, yep. Quantum of Solace, Solace, yep. Solace and, and Skyfall. Skyfall. Skyfall was good. I like Skyfall. Skyfall. I like the music in Skyfall, too. Adele had solid. that great end, yeah. opening song. Man. Yep. I'm, Billie Eilish is set to do the new opening song for No Time to Die, which yeah. I think her, her slow-talking voice mm-hmm. is actually going to be pretty good for a James Bond yeah, intro. I think it's going to be a really good Like, intro. if I had to pick someone to do it, the more I thought about it, I was like, you know, Billie Eilish would be a really good person for this, because it's, yeah. like, I mean, Adele has, like, the booming voice, oh, but, that she, but she slowed it down yeah. for that, that James Bond thing. That wasn't her singing Skyfall. Yeah. That was, that was like, someone else wrote that almost, it felt yeah. like. Yeah. I mean, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not on, like, Wikipedia and can figure that out, but yeah. it didn't feel like Adele. Adele's more roaring and more proud, mm. and that kind of felt more know, Rolling in the deep type stuff, yeah. But, but it was, like... But I guess if you think of um, what was the one, it was Hello. Um, that's true. She does have some of her yeah. stuff, but I, isn't that it what's was the name of that song? Hello. 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 I'm pretty okay, sure, I was yeah. like, hmm. couldn't remember. I'm so bad with names. No. But well, I why don't you start singing Adele right yeah, now? We'll, That'd be awesome. <laughs> we did that in the car one time. <laughs> we were literally I'm driving. Everyone in the car is just howling to hello. That's <laughs> awesome. awesome. That is that's pretty great. <laughs> it's a good time. Oh yeah, Jared and I on a lot of car rides well start just jamming to stuff wait mm-hmm. chloe and corson up in the back yeah. mm-hmm. nice. honestly like Good. something about cars no. and showers mate yeah. that's the only place people are comfortable singing everyone else is like ah, but yeah you, you get in a car or a shower everybody's like ah. yeah <laughs> i think it's not like, that i've showered with people like that's true oh like, whatever yeah and everyone's work does typically involved in that one but, but it's still like that, that's you like feel loose you feel loose everybody's like yeah so, 
But anyway, I thought I thought Eilish and her brother Phineas, who usually does like the actual music. Yeah, he's the, he's more the producer and stuff. Producer. Like that. Yeah, I like the two of them doing that. I think that could be. I think that's kind of something that I'm kind of yeah, we kind of fun for that. I'm I'm um, interested to see. She's like, I've listened to a couple of her other songs. She has a decent voice. Like, I mean, yeah. So it, it it should be fun. It should be pretty cool. I'm so kind of interested in it. Do you want to get into the three big points of it though? Uh, about James Bond. Yeah, sure. Uh. You mean Remy Malek is a bad guy? The, so Remy Malek is a bad guy. Um, he made sure this is he's not a terrorist mm, he, of any religious denomination. You want yeah, to make he, sure of that? Yep, he's just an eco-terrorist. He's I an believe. eco-terrorist is what I've heard. Um, he's wearing that that white mask and it almost looks like his face is deformed underneath of it. Yep. Remy, Remy Malek. The um, guy that played Freddie Mercury in the... Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, yes, 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 yep. yes, yes, yes. yes. Yep. Okay. Or, or iRobot. iRobot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's he's playing the bad guy. I again. I can see why he wouldn't want to be, you know, put as a terrorist. Like, like a religious terrorist. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's kind of divisive a little bit, and I think mm-hmm. they're trying to just draw as much as they can out of it. You know, so. James. I, so let's get to the second one because the third one's going to tie into James Bond actually like setting a making a stand. The second one is Loretta Lynch, who you guys do not recognize by name, correct? No. She, Not too much, yeah. She is the African-American friend of Captain Marvel in the Captain Marvel movie. Yeah. Mm, the yep. pilot. Mm-hmm. She is playing a double O in this movie. Mm, Not yeah. 007. I want to be well, very Just quick, double O agent. She is a double O agent. Licensed to kill. Licensed to kill with James Bond. And they team up in this movie, is what the trailers have said, what most people are talking about with this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people thought she was going to be the next James Bond. That's been shut down. Um, but yeah. a lot of people are still mad that... You know, it's a double O is another double O is in this movie. There's never been another double O in James yeah. Bond as far yeah. as I've been aware. At least it's not as a good guy that works on I me. Mean, it's usually they turn or for, you know, yeah, former double to o. the proverbial dark side or whatever, and they're, they're or taking after him or going after him or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. I, again, I have um, to, to to ruin the the third one is um, the producer. Uh, I think it's Barbara. It's not broccoli. It's like Bacardi or something. Mm. Um, I'm going to just call her Barbara, right, yeah. so, so I mm-hmm. say that part right. Yeah. Uh, one of the producers, someone who's in charge of James Bond, Barbara, uh, said that James Bond in the future will always be portrayed as a man. Um, what they want to do is they want to create strong female characters in the universe, but James Bond will always be played by a man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, the kind of, okay, there's room for strong girls, but this character is a do, Jamie Bond. Yeah, no, let, yeah, let's make our own... Which strong character. before we have our opinions on that, I think that I think that shows right now. I think what this I think it's I want it's Lynch. One hundred percent her last name is Lynch, so I don't want to mispronounce her name like a thousand times while we do this. Yeah. She is gonna be a double O. So obviously she's gonna be a very strong, capable mm-hmm. agent in this universe. She's gonna kick ass. Yeah, she's gonna kick ass. Like is this is this kind of what they're building towards mm-hmm. here? Because that's what it feels like. I am actually kind of like I'm excited, like I'm excited that they're bringing in new characters like mm-hmm. that because this wasn't someone in the book. There never was a, mm-hmm. um, I, I mean, Ian Fleming was a while ago, so yeah. there wouldn't yeah, be. Yeah, well, long ago, yeah. But it, it's really cool to see these new characters. Mm-hmm. I, I want this character to succeed because I want to see that you can take original material mm-hmm. and kind of remix it, edit it, and still produce something very good. Yeah. Um. So I, I'm excited for that on that part, but. I just wanted to, those were the three controversial things that have been coming out of this. Yeah, movie. the three three kind of biggest points about the movie. Mm-hmm. All, right. All right, so uh, 
I guess, thoughts on any of those three points from, from any of us? So. I, I, I don't know. I like the fact that they if they make a point like that and then they build around it, they can do that very – that makes it – it's a good starting point to build strong women characters. That, But, like, it's if – you're, if you're actually trying to make the point of, like, women can be strong too. That's like – because that's, you know, that's a theme. Mm-hmm. It's a theme of a, of a lot yeah. of books, movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you're trying to make that a theme, you don't necessarily – and you want to – put that in people's mind you don't have to hit it full force like you did with captain marvel i thought yeah. i thought captain marvel was in your face with it some it's um, kind of what the character's meant to be though. yeah it is but like there's also other movies like that aren't they make that point and have that theme without it being in your face yeah. I, um and i yeah. think if you wanted to go for something that's not in your face about it that's actually like acceptable and like people can get behind then I would say this would be the way to go. Yeah, I feel like they're going about it the way that I think. I mean, this just coming from someone that I don't know what I'm talking about, but it kind of feels to me the most natural is rather than turning a character that everybody already knows, like turning her into a girl, like the female mm-hmm. Ghostbusters, Yeah, how that, how that kind of flopped. If you create a new character, I feel like that's when mm-hmm. you really reach the equality and people can really yeah. – Everybody can do well. Everybody can be powerful. I feel like that's when you really reach it is when you can create a new character and they succeed. We have a great transition from this movie for an example. Um, but I like I like the fact that they made the stand that James Bond is James Bond. Mm-hmm. And the one reason I really like it is because, and this is going to be a little, little on the nose, but James Bond is not a perfect character. No, no. By no extent no. Is, he, is he perfect. He is a flawed character. And in the movie, he makes major mistakes. And what you see in a lot of these uh, these these uh, movies that have come out, um, and it, again, this is the part that's not going to be super super nice, is you have like the Mary Sue element, like mm-hmm. Ray and Captain Marvel. Um, again, those characters, what they followed, they were Mary Sues. I think that James Bond is not a whatever the, the male definition of that is. Yeah, basically are, Mary Sue. Yeah, yeah Mark the, Sue. Yeah, Mark Sue. Mark Sue. Yeah, yeah. There, there's no... There, there are Mark Sues in in shows, too. Like, a guy who does no wrong, like Superman. 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 I hate... That's why I hate Ooh. Superman. Yeah. He's too perfect. But James Makes Bond, it hard to make a believable villain and a, and a really believable story. But James Bond isn't, and I think that's that's something that a lot of feminists would want, is they want their, their perfect character, and that wouldn't be James Bond. Yeah. Jamie Bond... Would not be perfect. No. She would be flawed. And I think a lot of people would say, "Oh, well, now you're not being doing it right," which I disagree with 100 yeah. percent. Because I think some of the best female represented characters are ones that have an arc that show them from being flawed to achieving their goals. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the first one that comes to mind, since she had a trailer in the Super Bowl too, was Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah. The first Wonder Woman movie showed someone who didn't understand, mm-hmm. learned, grew during the story. Like mm-hmm. she didn't start out perfect. But mm-hmm. I mean, that was the point. Mm-hmm. And that's that's something great with the movie, and I, I'm I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to this James Bond movie because I want to see how they integrate. Because I think mm-hmm. this is the stepping stone that they're going to use for their next generation of James yeah. Bond, mm-hmm. where this uh double this female double O mm-hmm. is going to be that type of strong character they want to make. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm excited for it because I want to see James Bond with with more characters. Like I again, it doesn't matter if she's female, male, or whatever. I want to see him with more fun, interesting characters. I want to see Dr. No again. I don't want to see Blowfield again. I think he was the guy in Spectre. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I don't want to see these people 
who we've seen a hundred times in yeah. the James Bond universe. I want to see new people. The, the new, updated version. Yeah, I want to see new creative ways to use James Bond. And this is James Bond is one of the most iconic characters oh, ever. So 20, especially especially in England. Movie. I mean, yeah. he's iconic here in America, and we're not even British. I mean, yep. so like, yeah. well, here's the here's my other thing. My that I would say like you couldn't do a Jamie Bond because politically you couldn't do it. Here's why. What's James Bond's huge thing? He's always laying. He's always slaying. He's suave. He's he's, suave. he's picking up the girls, yeah. all this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. You flip it. You say it's a girl. Is she going to a bar, picking up a, a good-looking dude, and every movie she's picking? If you did that, she's people would be so furious. Slut-shaming her. Yeah, they, they'd slut-shaming her. Slut and also, here's, here's another thing, and I think it's what Charlie was about to yeah, say. Yeah, you know what I'm going to say. Is... I mean, honestly speaking, whose standards are higher, girls or guys? No, I was gonna say. So, like, so like, yeah. is it easier for a for a girl to pick up a guy yeah, or a guy yeah. to pick up a girl? It's yeah, probably easier yeah. for a girl to pick up a guy. You, so, mean, you mean Garrett walk into a bar and we we try to pick up a chick? It's not gonna. We're not gonna have a high success rate. I mean, no. we're just dudes, and like, even if even if women are the selective yeah. uh, gender, even if Henry Cavill walked into a bar, he's not gonna nail hundred percent success rate. Mm-hmm. But you're telling me a supermodel walks into a bar and she can't take. Every single any sing, there. any guy any there, guy. yeah, he's got to be. I mean, it's in a biology, basically. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, yeah. So that that would be the one that that was my complaint. Parent picked up on it perfectly, mm-hmm. as it is harder for for men to have that role, and that's kind of the the, the male fantasy of James Bond. That's, yeah, that's the cool part about him. He's so suave and cool and collected yeah. and whatever. Again, I one hundred percent agree that on Idris Elba, that would if he was just doing like yeah. a one movie thing, yeah. would be one hundred percent on board. With yep. Him. I mean that. All the names I heard were like Idris Elba, Tom Hiddleston, like Charlie mentioned earlier, Henry Cavill, like those type of guys. Were, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Ooh, where I they see Tom Hardy. Where they already have a huge fan base of basically yeah. fangirls, if you will. They're like, oh, he's good looking. Like type Tom, of so like Tom Hardy's just a little too big, I think. He's got the same. Depends problem. for the role. He's he's shorter. He's shorter than Cavill, but like they're built about the same mm-hmm. for their for their height. Yeah. And so yeah, I, I think those two guys were the kind of guys that's like. These guys aren't James Bond. They're like um, Henry Cavill played a dude from The Man from Uncle. Yep. He played that spot. Yeah. And like he doesn't have to be James Bond. I think he's kind of accepted that. Yeah. I, I'm not sure if he if he's still in consideration or not. But it's, I do like him as a bad guy. He does well as a bad. guy. I really like him as the bad guy too. I think he's I think a good actor. I mean, very talented actor. Very talented. Um, again, all the roles that we just listed off. I mean, this guy was was went from being Superman to. Uh, playing spy from the man the uncle, mm-hmm. man from uncle to the Witcher, yep. being the bad guy in Mission Impossible Fallout. Yeah, yeah. I mean this this guy has a lot of range, so they don't have to play James Bond. But that was one of those uh, one of those things like James Bond suave and cool, and like the guy that played James Bond is someone who you could believe is like that dude, mm-hmm. the dude that every dude wants to be like. Mm-hmm. And Daniel Craig did a great job doing it for the fifteen years he was James Bond. Yeah, but I'm looking for I'm looking forward to whoever they pick. That they they keep that in mind because again they're going to do a great job. They've already they've already explained like they're going to do a great job with female characters moving forward. They've, I mean, they've made that I know we were really young, but does that, do any of us know Daniel Craig from anything other than being James Bond? Uh, he was in Knives Out. Um, he yeah, was, but like yeah, before before he was James like, Bond. Before he was James, James Bond, Bond. I don't think so. I can't think of anything. Yeah, so that that's one of the things where I'm still holding out hope for if they choose the one for the guy for the woman. Because I mean. Heath Ledger before being Joker was the dude from Brokeback Mountain and the One Night movie. The One Night movie, yeah. the One Teen movie too. The the girl, uh, um, she's yeah. all that. No, not she's all that. That was something. It wasn't something about you. 
Yeah, yeah, something about you or something. It was yeah. something like that where well, he like, was playing like, the, the yeah. bad boy smoking yeah, cigarette. Yeah, that's that's the reason I hold out for people like uh, Pattinson becoming the new Batman. Yep. And, and the if the new guy's being yeah. James Bond, like those things. So, so for that tie-in that I was talking about earlier, with all these, with the female James Bond, there is almost a female James Bond coming out this year. Black Widow, the oh, first solo fun, movie yeah. in Marvel. Should have this, this should have happened a lot earlier. Yeah. She deserved a solo movie earlier before... Unfortunately, it happened in Endgame. Yep. So, what do you what do we think? This is supposed oh, to take place so after Civil War. So excited! <laughs> I don't care if it's after Endgame, before Endgame. I'm so excited. A, I'm gonna just get my you know get my nuts out of the way. She's hot as all get out. Yeah, she's like a, she is a very attractive woman. Yes. All and all the women in that movie in the trailer I've seen so far are attractive women. <laughs> I'm looking for Hopper to, from Stranger Things. Yep. I'm looking forward to, um, like, I've always wanted to know some of the story behind her. Like, they hint at it, they hint at this, that. That's kind of one of the things, like, she's very mysterious. In yeah. Too. So, like, Lizzie Craven wanting more, mm-hmm. you know? You, you know, but, like, some of her draw to her is the mysterious. Yeah. So you can't give everybody too much. And that's my, that's that was, like, one of my issues with, like, giving certain characters, like, their movie. Like, Joker. Like, you give them a... Like, this one did really well, but my apprehension to that one was... um Like, oh, man, are they going to explain who the Joker is? Like, that's yeah. part of the thing, man. Yeah, it's like, you don't know where he yeah, is. Yeah, he I get appears, that. You know, so, but we've had so much of him, like, how he developed already. But, like, there are certain characters. You just let them be their mistake. Oh, Han Solo. That's the one I was... I had the real big issue with. Oh, was, with the movie Solo? You yeah. didn't like it? Yeah, I didn't like it because, like, Han Solo was... He's the, he's the best smuggler in the... But then they kind of put the story to him, and it makes him very definite. And it's the fact that, like, without um, got some mystery. knowing about him, the mystery makes him infinite. Almost. Well, yeah, when when there's when there's mystery, when it's left to your imagination, that's why that's what scary movies sometimes they'll do the less is more because like you imagine like the best possible or in horror movies scariest possible. So, so I get that. I get that point. Like you yeah. don't want to erase all of the mystery behind Black Widow. Like, I get no, that. I'm so fucking well, but this, this doesn't seem like it's going to be a Black Widow origin story. This is supposed to take place after Civil War. Yeah. So this is her going back to her roots. Yeah. It's going to explain some things about her, but yeah. it's, not to, it's not going to connect everything. I think yeah. that's going to be a really cool thing. Like when uh, her and uh, her and Hawkeye say just like Budapest or something. I still want to know what happened in Budapest. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, those are still great inside yeah. jokes. Yeah, but this is only going to explain her family. And I liked uh, what um, you guys were saying. This cast is amazing. Uh, Hopper from Stranger, Stranger Things. Things. Yep. James Bond's wife, Rachel Weisz, oh, really? is the uh, older woman in the. Yep. In the I think fam- she plays yeah. like the mother figure almost. Yep. And then the the Black Widow's sister is uh, Florence Pogue. Pogue. Yeah, I don't know how to pronounce um, it. But she just got nominated for an Oscar. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's very talented, obviously. Mm-hmm. So this is a very good cast. Um, the villain, me and Perrin, found out who it was. It was a task. Yeah, Taskmaster. He Taskmaster. Basi- I did hear that, but yeah, he can. He can uh, basically he sees movement and he can immediately memorize it. Like, Yo, like he memorizes it and he Spider-Man. can immediately do it. Spider-Man and the the uh, yeah, Spider- Avengers fought. Him. Spider-Man exactly. battles him all the time. Mm-hmm. He is actually in the Spider-Man video game and uh, stuff. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it, it'll be interesting to see because he can memorize. Yeah, uh, I forget the name of it, but basically he sees something and he can immediately do it. Like that's so that's that, his power, uh, if you will. So. I'm really pumped. This is this is one of the big superhero movies I'm looking for. I mean, realistically, I think we only have three this year um, that are that are huge. 
Well, that have been announced even. Um, yeah, I'm not sure what else MCU is in this year. I don't. I don't, I don't know. Just which, talking MCU or you just no, all Wolverine all around because you got Wonder Woman '84, you got Birds of Prey, you got Black Widow. I don't know what else is announced this I year. Mean, one of the commercials on the Super Bowl was that they're announcing the WandaVision. Yeah, Loki, they're gonna re- Loki and, and uh, Falcon, Falcon and the Winter, and Soldier. And the Winter Soldier. Basically, all the Disney Plus Marvel shows. But those are I all think are, shows. I think they're gonna come out. So, this year or soon or something, so Wanda, that's why. Wanda, oh, so it's a Wanda Vision. Okay. Wanda and yeah. I thought you were saying like Wanda Vision was the, like. No, because they're the two main. Wait, yeah, okay. I'm thinking like yep. Wanda's Vision, no. not Wanda. And it's an Vision. odd. It's a. It's an yeah. odd name, it but yeah, weird. Scarlet Witch and Vision. So, sure. but these seem to be the three big movies, and I, I like all of them. If we want to transition to the other two, that would be the one. But again, Black Widow, it looks really good. Um, mm-hmm. I'm excited for it. I, this is a character who deserved this a long time ago, and it's really good to see that she got her own solo movie. I'm, that's one of the big gripes I've had with Marvel lately is like you had these characters, even Hawkeye. I, even there's a little bit of me that's like this dude kind of deserved a solo movie before some other characters got him. Mm. Yeah, I don't know who would you say got a solo film before him? Ant Man. I'm not saying Ant Man didn't deserve it. I'm saying that like in the order of like perspective, Hawkeye has been a big deal from the Avengers back to Thor in 2010. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, especially MCU, Hawkeye's been a big thing. If you go to the comics, Hawkeye and Ant-Man have both been leaders and founders of the yep. Avengers. So, so, so Hawkeye being so, I mean... They've it, done a good job at, developing him without him. Yeah, and, it, and it's kind of hard to sell after you got dudes flying around the air. Like, oh, this yeah. guy shoots a bow. Well, but it's the same thing with Black Widow. I mean, that's what yeah. this movie is. is mm-hmm. it's, some, it's a normal person with a very, very very elite set of skills. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what Hawkeye is, too. It feels... It, it also, speak, speaking of superhero know, movies coming out this year, isn't Morbius coming out this year? I totally forgot about Morbius. Morbius, and, I, and I have no clue. Morbius. New Mutants was supposed to be coming out yeah, every yeah. single year since like three New years Mutants ago. New Mutants was supposed to come out three years ago, 2017, and it's continued to be pushed back. I think it's finished. They're just re-editing it and waiting. I think Disney actually now controls its rights hmm. and... Morbius is the vampire one, right? Yep, yep. the Spider-Man. Okay. So it'll be in the Venom ish. universe. Yeah, Venom, okay. Morbius. It's uh, with Jared Leto, who was the Joker. That yep. a lot of people, very controversial Joker. He, a lot of people didn't like. Yeah, a lot of people didn't like. Some people were like, "Oh no, he's all right." And then some people are like crazy big, like he was better than Heath Ledger. So yeah, the, the, what? Yeah, the, yeah. There's uh, a lot more people that said it. Um, what was there? And I think point? I think Venom Two is supposed to come out late this year. I think. Yo, I could fuck with that. I man. think I could. I'm not sure if it is. I thought it was like October, November oh, okay. or something. I thought. I no, but wrong. so I like I like the Morbius trailer. For, um, yeah, I love it. Morbius. Uh, I mean, for for Jared Leto and all the uh, the Joker controversy, I think this is a much better superhero kind of thing for him. Yeah, because he's not a hero. He's supposed Same. to be kind of a villain. Um, one of the cool things in the Morbius trailer was Michael Keaton's in it. Michael Keaton's Vulture in the MCU. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of cool to see if like maybe Sony's trying to. To push them into the MCU, or trying to pull back Spider-Man. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Um, yeah, that was going back and forth, so who knows? It, it's basically just a bargaining. But stuff. it is a it is a very cool thing that Sony's doing because these. I mean, I thought the Venom movie. There were some dumb things in it, like how he has the spider, even though he never met Spider. Yeah, it's weird stuff. The eyes, like, and no. Venom without the spider on his chest is just weird. Like, so he. But I, th- I honestly like the Venom movie. I liked yeah, how I enjoyed it. I, I thought it was a, I thought it was a very good movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not. It came out the same time Aquaman did, like two a month apart, and yeah. like, they were kind of the same movie. Just great action. The plot was a little, a little iffy, but, but yeah, no, it's it's a it's a popcorn movie. 
it's a popcorn movie and I enjoyed it. And I'm hoping Morbius is that, maybe even a little better, because it almost seems like they have more like of a, a science More storyline type. As, as he turns into the vampire trying to cure his disease kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind you of, see more of a conflict with him. Yeah. It overcom- it, the conflict almost overcomes... It looks like it. the conflict overcomes him. I'm curious to see if he overcomes that conflict. Which I'm or he just goes or he like, succumbs to it, yeah. and you know if you succumb to it and you just accept it, it's different than yeah. So yeah, so apparently, going back to our which are coming out this year, Birds of Prey obviously is like right Ooh, on top boy. of this. Uh, they included Bloodshot, which is the Vin Diesel one. Yeah. Uh, where they like programming, he's got nanobots. It's basically Riddick except future Riddick, basically. Okay. Okay. So um, okay. it says New Mutants apparently is supposed to come out in April. Okay. But who knows? It's been delayed yep. so much. Who even knows? Uh, Black Widow May first, so my birthday movie. Uh, Wonder Woman eighty four is in June. Morbius July thirty first. Venom two is October, and then the late year Marvel MCU movie is Eternals. Apparently, is November six. Oh, so um, the one with uh, John Snow and Rob Stark in it. So yep. and Angelina Jolie, I believe. I thought it also isn't um. What is that one? I've never heard of that. One. It isn't um. Rob Stark in that too. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I thought you just said Johnson. Um, yep. But it's it, so that those are, but that one and Venom two don't have trailers, so that's kind of why I forget about oh, them. It, okay. It's basically, um, so do you know the like new gods from DC? To, to Jerry. Okay, okay. Basically, it it was basically Jack Kirby's answer to that, or the Eternals. Oh, so it's the Marvel carbon copy. Yeah, pretty much. I mean. It's really funny though. They have two people from Game of Thrones actors, and one of the characters' names is Cersei. So, mm-hmm. spelled so, different, but pretty so cool. are they? Are they bad guys? Well, are they villains to the Avengers like the new gods are to Justice League? Kinda, Kinda. I guess. Um, I don't know. It's so basically what it says here is ancient beings with great powers who are initially created to be the defenders of Earth and are even related to Thanos. it says it says their story could effectively serve as a prequel to the entire MCU. So, oh, okay. Well, I mean, maybe these are the next yeah, bad guys or yeah, something. It'd be kind of cool. Just uh, again, there's no trailer for me to speculate on. Yeah, yeah. And it says it says the story will span more than seven thousand years, and see the Eternals fight their evil counterparts, the Deviants. So, well, that could be it. It has Angelina Jolie, Richard Madden, uh, Selma Hayek, uh, Gemma Chan or Gemma Chan, uh, mm-hmm. Kit Harington. So. I wonder if you could take them. Make them good guys in this one, fighting some evil force, but then also turn them around to make. Well, I mean, I mean, if it spans long enough. I mean, well, I mean, one of the cool things is like, from one perspective, you could argue Thanos was the hero of his own story. These could be the heroes of their own story. Maybe the Deviants are actually good to Earth. Yeah, no. versus, and but they aren't to the Eternals, and so since mm-hmm. you're talking from the Eternals' point of view, again, I don't know. I don't know the Eternal super well from the yeah. comics, and I don't have a trailer to go off yeah. of. So it's. I think that, I think it's kind of a fun thing for me. Because all the superheroes that have been here so far, MCU or DC, me being the nerd I am, I kind of know yeah. all of them. You have an idea about So, it. like, this one and the a couple other ones in the MCU that, yeah. you know, I've been sitting here going, oh, it's just filler because you got to recover after Endgame. I'm going to be really excited because I'm going to go into it being, I don't really know these people. Yeah. Like, what's going to go on? So, mm-hmm. I think that's an interesting thing to think about. Do you guys want to talk about the newest movie coming out from that? Uh, the Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey. I'm not sure what the storyline is. The trailers are so hard to track, in my opinion. But I'm so excited just because, like, it it's looks Harley Quinn, man. It's Harley Quinn, and I'm it's, like, it's Margot Robbie and Obi Wan Kenobi. 
Like it's gonna yeah. be fun. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, and that's the looks thing. pretty it's funny. Like, I mean, it looks like a very, it looks like a very entertaining movie. Not it, it looks look almost like, like in, like you uh, went to Suicide Squad and hit the upgrade button once. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I could, yeah. That's what that's what it kind of feels like to me. I haven't watched it, obviously. No, we haven't watched it, but yeah. I, I'm. I'm excited because this is supposed to be Batman's absence from Gotham, and that's why Harley Quinn kind of stick on with this. Oh, uh, gotcha, gotcha. Oh, so she is actually taking. I would love to see a movie where somebody's like the villain. Well, so the, so the premise of this one is well, I mean that'd be again that's like the end all be all is like a Harley Joker movie where they're like just wrecking up Gotham, but yeah, with the Joker being what he is and um, where yeah. the DCEU is, yeah, pretty much. But the premise, from what I've been told. Like just like the quick like two sentence synopsis is uh, Harley Quinn, the Black Canary. She goes by a different name for most of the oh, movie. Oh yeah, she like uh, has the power of like Sonic. Yeah, the Sonic Scream. The Huntress, um, Renee Montoya, who's like a detective. Yep. And a uh, future Batgirl, Cassandra Cain. Yeah. Okay. Uh, team up to fight um, Ronan something, but he's his his. Evil villain name is the Black Mask because he wears black. Yeah, mask. Ian McGregor, who pl- was played by Ian McGregor. Uh, so that's that's the premise of it. Um, I'm kind of excited because, like, again, this kind of keeps the story going. I've I've been one of the people who's almost kind of given up that the DC is even going to be a thing. Like, it's just going to be a bunch of solo. Yeah, movies. It's... but this is something that can kind of keep the story moving forward. Um, till DC finally gets their stuff together. I mean, they're on a roll right now. I mean, they've done they've done well in their last solo films. I mean, yeah, none of them have been, like bombed or been like, oh, that was so terrible. Yeah, I think. Like, I mean, I've liked most of them, so I like, you know, I like Aquaman. I like Wonder Woman. I like, Wonder Woman. In, I like Shazam. In the works. Yeah, I think the only reason people are so critical is because Marvel's done it already. Yeah, Marvel's done done well, and it's them kind of. For me, it felt like the DCU. Well, the original model. Yeah, it feels like they they tried catching up way too fast, and they didn't really develop anything. Yeah, so. but now it feels like they're going through their developmental stage. I mean, you're yeah. taking your big characters. You... Yeah. I would love to see a Deadshot movie. I Ooh, I like the Will Smith Deadshot. Yeah, with, you... with all the uh, with all the uh, solo movies, I mean, a Deadshot movie would be. Did you hear? So they they are making a se- sequel to the Suicide Squad, yeah. or to Suicide Squad called the Suicide Squad, and Will Smith is out as Deadshot. And it's Idris Elba. Isn't it? Idris Elba is replacing him as Deadshot. Yep, Idris Elba is Deadshot. You know, as much as he's I got like, the charisma, I, don't, I think I, he that, I like Idris Idris Elba, but like Will Smith did a freaking bomb. Yeah, Will Smith was job. Will Smith. In fact, the mm-hmm. only complaint that I had with Will Smith as Deadshot is exactly the same problem I'm gonna have with Idris Elba as Deadshot. I like Deadshot it, with the mask. Yeah, well, it's this high-profile actor. We're not going to put a mask on the whole yeah. time. It's going to be the problem. I, I heard I heard all the, like, again, the same thing with, like, having a black James Bond. Like, I don't care that they made Will Smith Deadshot. It doesn't really matter to me. Like, it's it's a character in a movie. Yeah, so do what you will. If you're going to cast him as an African-American, like, that's that's a great thing for, for just showing off more, more people. And so, but, like, you jump to Idris Elba, that's kind of like going from one superstar to another. And a lot of it wasn't just my complaint is that when he puts on that mask, that is Deadshot. That's Deadshot from the comics, yeah. from the animated shows on that DC's oh, been putting out yep. there. And like, I kind of miss that. I miss seeing like that guy. It's now him with his helmet off, and like, yeah, you're looking at this it's different this, take type. Yeah, yeah it's kind of weird, but, especially being a kid that like grew up on the animated stuff and all yeah. that. And so, 
So, but a Deadshot movie does sound pretty cool. I think that could be pretty, pretty awesome. Yeah, you have them out here just being a mercenary, or whatever. I well, mean, it's always been an it could, it could almost be if they did a Deadshot movie. It could almost you could almost make it John Wick like, like almost. Oh, yeah, so it essentially be John. Oh, yeah, oh so I mean, you you having him kill like bad guys. Like you, that's just what you would do. You would well, switch over to that, but you're also having him hunted by Batman well, at the same or, time, or something like that. Or you just have him, and he's he's killing bad guys, good guys, whoever it is. He's just getting a paycheck. It's just his story. It's with his daughter, who mm-hmm. is always the fundamental part. Yeah, it's his daughter, and the, I'm trying to get free for my daughter. I'm trying to do this for my daughter. Try to make a better life yeah. for my daughter. That type of stuff. Yeah. Well, I think I think if you're gonna have a dead job movie, you you definitely have like a detective that's coming after him. That's true. You could also throw it like, heck, with the birds of prey now out. You could have them hunting him down. Like they're the new, yeah. they're yeah. the new vigilantes in Gotham. And like, then it strength. ends up in the cliche. They meet up, but they both see eye to eye, and it's I'll let this one go. All right, and then they just ride off into the sunset. But, like uh, that. Mm-hmm. that is that was something I had heard is that Idris was replacing uh, Will Smith, which again love Idris Elba, but I didn't I didn't love Will Smith. Will Smith did a great job of what he did. But the problem is, is he's so big that he wants his face on the film. And again, that's not a problem when you're that big of an actor. And even if you don't, the director and you know studio company is going to be like, hey, you're Idris Elba. Hey, you're Will Smith. Show your face. <laughs> so the other uh, movie coming out uh, fairly recently, um, Wonder Woman 18 or 1984. 84, yep. I think I've seen one, of the, one trailer once. There's only the one trailer right okay. now. There was like a promo and it was basically a cutscene from the trailer. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, no, I'm, I'm excited. Like she, the whole movie did well. Like when I say she, I I don't, I don't just mean um, Gal Gadot. I, yeah. Or I Gal mean, Gadot, like, Wonder Woman. whoever it is. Whoever, yeah. You would say it different ways. But. Yeah. I, I mean, like when I say she did well, I mean like the Wonder Woman did well. Yeah. Um, and I'm curious of how they bring back the boyfriend. Well, the isn't Cheetah magic based? She does doesn't she have magic, magic and Ugh. the dude um pablo oh uh, i'm drawing a blank on his name but yeah yeah the dude Oberyn from game of thrones is Oberyn or the mando mando mandalorian mando from mandalorian oh, or the, okay. the the cowboy from uh the second kingsman movie um yep. he's the bad guy and apparently yeah. pablo he's, or pedro pascal pedro not pablo. pedro pascal pedro pascal um He's supposed to also have magic. Mm. So one of the big things is like Kryptonians and uh, Amazons are supposed to be their one weakness is magic. And that's why the cheetah and those people are such great threats. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be kind of interesting to see how they bring the cheetah character to the screen, how she's going to look too. I mean, because you're basically just going to CGI cheetah on Kirsten Wig. Um, But I am really excited. Like, I'm not going to. I, I was I loved Wonder Woman the original Wonder Woman. I, it's, I think pro- it, it's probably the DC's best movie, probably. With, oh yeah, and, and Shazam would have a butt would have had butt heads, but I think I'd go Wonder Woman on that. Oh yeah, yeah I, I think, think a lot Wonder of people Woman go Wonder Woman. Out. I, really I think Wonder Woman's probably Shazam the highest was, rated and everything else. Yeah, I, I mean I love Shazam, but no, well, there were arguments in uh, 2017 when like all the superhero movies got snubbed. Who deserved it more? And it was like a tie between like Logan and Wonder Woman. That's how good it was. It was like compared to Logan. Yeah. I didn't think Logan was that good. Honestly, I was not... It, it was a Western style of... It was kind of predictable, but it, I mean, it's the sentimental value of Hugh Jackman going away. Yeah. I yeah, And the, like, the character as a whole. Yeah, I guess... I don't know what... I, maybe I just... When I watched it, I wasn't paying attention too well. But the whole time, I was like, what is going on? 
Like, well, that time, might just be not being caught up with the X-Men. Yeah, well, I'd watched all the X-Men, but, like, when I was watching it, the plot line was so broken to me. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I get that. I mean, I was, it, like, it, I can I see that. like just it jumped around a lot. A little was, bit, but I, I feel like a lot of it, it, it took a long time to develop some stuff. I feel like that could be everyone. Thing. I, I do think Wonder Woman 84 is going to suffer from having to bring Chris Pine back, because they did give him a multi-year deal, a yeah. multi-picture deal. And so I think they're going to suffer from having him there because, like, the whole big thing, and now bringing up crappy movies in, like, Justice League is her getting over Steve mm-hmm. Trevor. And it, it almost feels like this movie is going to be her, like, finally accepting getting over that him. he's like, gone, yeah. Maybe he gets brought back in, then maybe it's just, like, a, a projection of him. Maybe it's, like, a reanimated, like, mm-hmm. full life-like thing. Uh, maybe it's just his consciousness in some other person. Like, there's tons of things that they could do with it. But it's her having to let him go, kind of thing. Yeah, let him go gone. I think if you're going to do that, I think you have her so she's just getting over him. And it's that slap in the face again. Because I feel like that's something people can connect to. Well, there's that line in the trailer where it's like, have you been in love with uh, Kirsten Wiggs' character? They're eating dinner together at lunch. And she has, have you ever been in love before? And she said, yeah, once, a long time ago. And So it almost feels like she's kind of, she's not moved on. But yeah, she's like, she's growing past it she, and like accepting, accepting it. it. Yeah, and I think I think you slap. Yeah, you can't just like slap her in the face with it and take it away. Yeah, like that's just. Not I feel like it's gonna be her choice. Like yeah. it's almost something like maybe the villain, maybe that uh, Pedro Pascal, Pedro. Yeah, Pedro. I, yep. I, I, like, I held something else earlier. I'm sorry about that. Uh, maybe it's something like he gets power from like giving it her, or maybe like it's his telepathic ability. And so for her to finally, like, beat this dude, he has to let him go, or, or she has to let him go or something. Yeah, something like that. Um, that. That's what it feels like. It feels like it's going to be something, like, where she has to, like, accept that he's gone and in order to beat the bad guy. So it's not just her letting him go, like, not letting him continue to live. Yeah. yeah. Reanimate or whatever he is. But to actually let him, or to actually move on from him. Yeah. And I think that's, I think that's just, I, I, I yeah. mean, the director's very good. This is the same director who I think won Oscar for Monster with Charlie Theron in the early 2000s. Um, she did she did a great job with uh, the last Wonder Woman movie. So yeah. um, I'm excited. This is this is by far my favorite uh, superhero movie coming out this year. I do like the mystery of the Eternals. I do like uh, how Morbius looks. Mm-hmm. And obviously Black Widow, this is long overdue. Um, I think I'm most excited from uh, Black Widow. And then I would say Black Widow, Wonder Woman, and then Birds of Prey. Yeah. Morbius is just kind of one of those outliers. I don't know what to think. Well, and plus that's one of the ones. It's later on, so it's like, I'll, I'll get excited for that when it gets closer. When it gets type closer. thing like that and the Eternals and yeah. all that. So. But those were, I don't know, I just wanted to bring up like some of the newer movies that were coming out. Um, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, there's the there's the new Fast and Furious movie, Fast Nine. Or yeah, with yeah. Tra- with where where, fi- where they just and... disregard physics even more so than the last version. <laughs> the sp- uh, if you haven't seen the trailer, look it up. The spider car, like where they're just like that is ridiculous. And and or what, when, when I say spider car, the car, yeah. <laughs> Picks it up. That's horseshit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. See, see, I'm that's kind of cool. All right, that's... all right, but that makes a lot more sense than Vin Diesel driving up on the like bridge rope, whatever that is, and Sp- Spider Man, yeah, Spider Man yeah. swinging through the like and with the tire, like yeah. dragging the chassis all the way across the mountain. It's like what yeah. in the world? Trust me. I mean, trust me. It's cool. Yeah. And if I watch it, I'm be like, that's awesome. 
But come on now, that makes no sense. It's it's going to be another popcorn movie. I, I, there's nothing wrong with that. It's going to be Fast and Furious well, let again. Me, like, let me mean? put it this way. I've broken a wheel off an axle before. <laughs> I know what it takes. And it's a lot less than what he put that car through. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sorry, Ma. <laughs> um, but no, I... I'm not honestly at this point with them. They're cool. They're novel. Like you say, they're popcorn. I just call them movies, not films. You know, it's wait, a very wait, entertaining yeah. movie. It's almost. Ah, I'll wait for it when it's on Netflix. I don't think. And then, any then I'll get down and have fun with my bros watching it. Yeah, you, you, you have a beer. You sit down with a box of popcorn. Yeah. But I don't think there. I haven't seen any films coming out. I mean, those kind of those are more spur of the moment kind of things, yeah. like. I mean, and honestly, do any of us watch trailers care about like, oh, what's the next big film everybody's gonna well, love I mean, coming out? Like, I mean, that's that, I mean, that's one of the things. Like me watching, I'm gonna be like, what's the new superhero one? What's the new yeah. action movie John Wick type thing coming out? Mm-hmm. So I guess that's true, but like, I still like you knew when King's Speech was coming out, or um, yeah. I mean, it is only February second though. So yeah, so here's, that's true. And award season is December. But think about some of the movies that got nominated for Best Picture. Yeah. We did see some of them. We saw Joker. Yep. Oh, uh, you guys did. We, we saw Joker. I still need we to see that. We saw Ford vs. Ferrari. Yep. I still need to see that. And we saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I saw still it. Still need to I see that. I watched it. But those, are, uh, yeah. those were movies that were nominated for Best Picture that aren't films as much as they are yeah. just... I don't consider them films. I consider them just like well-made, well-made I think jo- I think Joker would be a film. It's a I film, think, I think Joker's with, a but, film. Think, but with a comic book edge to it, you almost thought of it as a as a movie. It yeah, was but movie. I feel like you start going there, then it's He's... a slippery slope to everything's okay. a, a movie. So something like something that I would consider more of a film is something like Little Women or yeah. Parasite or guess, yeah, um, Marriage Story. You know, and one thing, or one Dickens, thing that Dickens movie. Yep, that's a, yeah. And what one, one thing one thing I lean to is. Something my problem with it is, I always go, oh, did I have fun watching it? That's a movie! And it's like, was I bored out of mind? That's a film. So it's like, I kind of I kind of fall into that thing of, I almost feel like that's kind of what we fall into. Counter to that. Inglorious Bastards. That's a film. Well, Quentin Tarantino makes films. Yes. Um, but but well, at the same time, we just called Once Upon a Time in Hollywood a movie. But it's also a film. But, well, so I was going with is that some of these movies... I, also so what, what that, separates well, a movie okay. and a film? That's a very interesting... So where I was going with it is like big budget versus small budget. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Joker and uh, Ford versus Ferrari, while they weren't like $300 million films, they were still like 50 to $100 million. Like money went into this to really create something mm-hmm. awesome. And Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is more of a... I mean, it's it's a throwback. It's it's Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt. Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt. Yeah. Pitt. Like, you, you have a fun time watching it. Like, there's... Yeah. And, and same thing with, like, uh, Ford of Story, Matt Damon, Christian Bale being... I mean, they're not yeah. being themselves. They're actually being these characters. And it really hits you mm-hmm. with some of the stuff that happens to them and throughout the throughout the story. I'm not surprised what I think. Yeah, no. Throughout right, the story. Yeah. And Joker, like, you, you meet the character. Joaquin Phoenix plays yeah. the character. And you understand this particular Joker. This is not the official Joker origin story. And that's what I finally told myself to finally get me to really like this film. This is a Joker origin story and how this Joker came to be. And you see the breakdown of him. It's a psychological thriller almost. Yeah. So that could be classified as a film yeah. on just its title. But when I watch it, 
that's kind of movie like when stuff happens, like I'm just sitting there eating my popcorn, enjoying enjoying watching it. I but, guess my distinction between a film and a movie is with a film, when they when you see it, you you see that you appreciate the camera work, you appreciate the plot development, you appreciate the um the storyline and the acting with when I say it, when I make the distinction, it's a movie. Like to me, like Suicide Squad was a m- good movie. Yeah, I enjoyed it, and that's yeah. the one we always go back to. Yep. it's it was a movie. Okay, but to play devil's advocate, so in Endgame, you didn't enjoy any of the like the the film, like the no, I thought the, the camera work that like made beautiful shots. I thought so. Play Endgame, devil's advocate. I thought Endgame and Infinity War were clo- the closest Marvel has gotten to films. I do too. Yeah. Infinity War was more of a film than Endgame. Endgame was a lot of fan service, which apparently is now a bad thing after watching Rise of Skywalker. Apparently, it's a horrible thing if you get fan service. So, so what about no, I mean, what about Iron Man? Honestly, Iron Man one. Okay, so here here's my distinction. So this makes us easy. Iron Man one is clearly a movie. When you like a movie, it has you, film qualities, though. It does have film qualities. Well, that's the thing a, when you start asking yourself. It's, I guess, no, it's, a, it's a continuum. No. It's not a yes or no. When, when you make a movie. You're trying to entertain. You're trying to have create a two hour, sometimes a sometimes a hour and forty minute to two hour and thirty minute movie, where your sole purpose is to just create entertainment. You're sitting there and you're just watching something that blows your mind that you, you enjoy watching that you can watch like Suicide Squad, like Iron Man, and, and there's nothing trying to slap you in the face. There's no or the Hangover. Think about the Hangover. Yeah, that's a, that's a movie. Okay, so it's, ba- it's genre based then. What? It's genre it's based. It's not genre based. No. So name a so the, but there's no comedy. Black Panther's films. a film. Is it? Because it is. because all the CGI and all the fights. I no. mean that's no, easy no, movie. When you go when you go in to watch Black Panther and, and this is going to sound but but extremely... but did it did it did it make you think more than yes, yes. Than oh my Panther? god yes so in what way I, in what way no I guess if I guess Black Panther is the exception I I said that Infinity was the most honestly Black Panther is probably the most film. It had so it make you think. It it did make you think. It made you. I think the action scenes. Well, what did make you think? Black Panther made me think about the plight of African Americans as they've been as they've been pulled in here. So the whole point of Black Panther is to show like this ancient African society Mm -hmm. if they had been given magic technology. It's literally magic technology that has no limits. Apparently, yep. It's an and and if they they chose to hide themselves off and watch their brothers get ripped away, what would happen? And you finally have someone like Killmonger in that movie who's like, we have enough of this bleep. Like, yep. we need to stand up for this. Yep. And it's a, it's a message of, so for for a Caucasian person, when you watch that movie, you're supposed to feel sympathetic for, like, all the, all the wrongs that you've done. And you don't have to view it that way. I view it as a almost, one thing that's made Killmonger very interesting is, like, you can see his point of view. Yeah. And so, okay. you okay. can always see, I can like, hear this. I can hear this, but... No. When, yeah, we, I mean, when we classify Joker as a movie, how does Joker not make you think about society? Joker is a film. You're correct. Is a film. Okay. Joker is a film. Yeah, no, no, no. That's, but my yeah. point being is we chose to go see Joker. And I don't know if we went going in if we knew it was society. I didn't know. It was, so, I, so with a film, you know what you're going into. You don't so, know so, you, so you went into Black Panther. No, now you're, now you're changing. Now you're changing. You're, you're no, but here, I'm just playing devil's advocate because. No, you're moving the goal line is what you're doing. We went to go see Joker because we thought it was a movie, and we walked out of a film. Well, I guess you don't. No, I, I went as a film. Fact, let's start with the fact. Well, I went into a movie. Let's 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 start with the fact 
if, if let's say I went with you guys. For so what? Joker. So if you had to define movie versus film, what film, like film, more? film is what makes you think, and movie is just sitting here blindly having fun. It's not blindly having it's fun. It's not blindly. But it's it's not trying. But to if hit it you makes you a... think, doesn't it make it a film? No, I think it's the. See, here's the slippery slope. Though, it's, is what I'm talking about. The thing about. is, we're talking about. We're not talking about binary. Because it's making you think. No, it is a binary. So because it's making you think doesn't make it a film. Think about think about films. Like Moonlight that won the Oscar. Or Birdman. Birdman? Yeah. So Oscar nominated. Not just Oscar nominated. Mm-hmm. Like th- these are these are acclaimed. I mean, there's some films that just utterly fail. Like their social message is so garbage or that they didn't convey it with any accuracy that it just it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, a film tries to convey a social message and tries to do it in a way that is unconventional. Okay. So you're trying to you're trying to change people's minds without like straight up going to them and going, change your mind. Well, and can I can I, Okay, yeah, but you hear okay, 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 yeah, can, you can continue. I, Okay, think about classic literature. Okay, see the structure of a. To classic. me, that means old. No, 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 no. no it is old. No, to me, that well, means old. Look at let, let me finish. You, but look at not just not look at the content, but look at the structure of classic literature. Okay. Okay. The reason we see the classics is because those classics are what we would. Uh, so a, a film, in my opinion. Like a great film becomes a classic. You have, but then a great movie becomes a cult classic. Okay, in my opinion, okay. and that's where I'm starting to go with it. I do like that definition right now. No, no, no. Let me continue. Yeah. No, okay. no, 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 no. Personally, I think it's more of a continuum of there are movies that are there are so like it's really it's the way we're categorizing this is by, because we're saying movies and we're saying a movie and a in a film. So, like, um, I think you have a film and you have a sh- and you have a movie and they're all shows, okay? They're all yeah, shows. Yep. So let's start with Continue. that just to define. Mm-hmm. Um, so, if I go to a show, let's say we went to Joker and our expectation was it was a movie that we were going to be entertained by. Um, however, when we went to it, we went to it, we experienced it. <laughs> It's it. We come out realizing it was a film. What your expectation of it doesn't change, but what it shows us and stuff, I think, is what defines it. So basically, okay. So now, like if I'm, it if it subverts your expectations at all, then it becomes a film. No, 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 because you can sometimes walk into a movie. I want this very clear. You can walk into a movie. I walked in to go see Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. I walked in expecting to see a good movie, and it was a good movie. Yeah. I walked in to go see Star Wars The Last Jedi. Yes. I was expecting to see a Star Wars movie. Yeah. I didn't get a Star Wars movie. I got Ryan Johnson's Star Wars movie. It wasn't it, it wasn't what most people consider a Star Wars movie. That's why some people think it's good, that's why some people think it's bad. So but Ryan Johnson The Last Jedi is not a film. It's a movie. They yeah. subverted my expectations, okay. but that doesn't make it a film. Okay, so here's another thing about things that make you think. Okay. And and if you're there purely for fun yeah, and you think- and you have fun during it. No, so for, Black, Black comes next to you. I want him to just start listing up movies. Yeah. Us to tell him what we think it was. Yeah, yeah. And justify it, and he can question yeah. us. Okay. But like, I want to hear what he's. Okay. okay. We're going. That's, 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 going. that's where he's going. going. Okay. Black Klansman. Black Klansman. Film. I would say that's a film. Okay. But it was entertaining, like in because okay, so like a film can be entertaining. That is true. But like a movie can't make you think. It can make you think, but it's not trying. It's it's not trying to trick you into thinking. So, so a movie has to trick you into thinking. 
No, a film has tricky anything. A film has tricky. So Black Clansman, you didn't go into it knowing, okay, this is going to show us so the one, problems no, that were caused by I this. I got this one. The perfect one was I wouldn't go and see Black Clansman expecting it to see just a hit job on white people. That's literally what I expect. That's what Spike Lee's known for. Yep, okay. When they went in there and they did the Black Panther one, and he went in and he infiltrated the Black Panthers, and you see the you see the, the similarities that they're, they're trying to look, the day will come, get your gun, brother, kind of thing. I mean, you only see the similarities between black the, between the Klansmen and the Panthers in that situation. But you know they're not violent. They're, they're not trying to, like, they're not trying to go out there and just hang white people from trees. Okay. And so it was kind of cool to see that Spike Lee took a film, took, took this film. I wasn't expecting to see a film, and it was a film. Mm -hmm. And it made me actually see it from, like, the perspective of, like, I, I didn't expect them to, to think this deeply on it. Like, are they similar? Because they're not. You had Adam Driver back him up, or Adam Driver's character yep. back him up and say, yep. I don't think they're violent. Okay, so does that mean films are something that subverts your expectations on what you're supposed to think? Not always. So I think you're over... I personally, I think you're over... No, he, he's, he's playing devil's advocate. Yeah, you're, 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 you're because, because the whole argument for Black Panther was I went, I went in expecting it was going to bash on white people, mm -hmm. but then it made me think about both sides. So that's your argument for it's a film. No, my argument for it's a film is it's it's a message. It's a message of so can movies have a message or or movies films that don't have a message they're just here for you to go. Oh. I kind of feel like it's the goal. So there's two goal in my mind. There's two goals of there's two goals of shows. There's a movie which is sheer entertainment. It's ex, it's a JJ who did Transformers. Oh, yeah. Michael Bay. Michael, Michael Bay. Bay. It's a Michael Bay film. Okay, where. Uh, I say Michael Bay. Fast and uh, Furious movie. No, yeah, I hear, I hear it. And yes, yeah. you got explosions. You got cool. You got cool CGI. It's don't get me wrong. When, when you're thinking when you're thinking of film, you're thinking of something like To Kill a Mockingbird. If yeah, you're thinking of book, 21, to a book, to a book it's, it's it's a it's got a theme. It's got a plot. It's got a message. It's it's certain aspects of the. Classic. But doesn't no, doesn't that doesn't no, that back I, up I any story? That. It's got doesn't that back up I, any story? Movies have a theme, plot, and a story too. Yeah, the, but it's I, I think I think it, I think there is just the simple one. Movies can have a message. Some movies, like um, I, if you brought one up, I I I could see it. Like if you brought up a movie, they have a messages, but their messages aren't. So like, let, we'll we'll go with one that you said was a movie, not a film. Iron Man. Iron, Iron Man one. Iron Man's message was for, and actually, I don't even know if it was a message. It almost seems like it was an arc message of becoming selfless from being selfish. Mm. And that movie, he's still selfish. At the end of that movie, he still steps up and says, I am Iron Man. I am a narcissist. I am. Okay. So, so what makes that not a film is my question. What makes that not a film is at the end of the day, like nothing really, his, his character stayed pretty similar. Okay. It just, he went through different parts. He didn't want to sell weapons anymore. Like what, what would make you think it's a film? I don't know. I, I don't know. My my problem is I think it's a blurred line between film and movie because I feel I feel I feel like no, it definitely is. Here's, there here's, is no hard line. Yeah, here. but here here's my thing. Well, there are hard lines. Here's my but, thing. No, hard when, when I'm thinking movie. film and movie, and when people are mentioning film and movie, movie is something I have fun watching and I enjoy. Film is something. Oh, I was bored to death. I don't give. Uh, I don't give. Our, I don't give three for. bleeps about it. Yeah. I don't care about it. I'm never gonna watch it. It sucks. I don't care. But like, I think that's our style. But, but yeah, but here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. So to people who love 
Little Women and the Lighthouse movie and all that stuff. Yeah. But are like, oh, John Wick, that's terrible. Yeah. How, how does our definition fit them? Because, so, if they only like films, and but they're really entertained by them, doesn't that make it a movie for them? And the I, other I, guess, I guess this was always an, our personal definition. And I, yeah. I, the, you're going to be able to pin us into a core no matter how we yeah. do this, when anything's binary. But for us, it is binary. Yeah, I, I think I mean, when we literally when you talk to me and Garrett, there is a straight binary to it. Yeah, yeah. because I'm either going to walk into a movie thinking it's a film or a movie, and if it's worth my expectations, that's fine because that's just how the movie goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there are some times I walk in expect to see a film, and it's just a I I expected a Bumblebee to be a film. Film when I walked in there, I was okay. expecting some theme about Haley Steinfeld's character uh, being powerful. overcoming, no, overcoming and whatever. She did, yeah, she did. Yeah. But it was more a Transformers movie. I mean, it was Transformers yeah, more fun, each other for like 30 minutes. John Cena joking around, all this stuff. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that turned out to be a movie instead of a film. And there will be people who argue like, no, that was clearly a film. Like, to me, it wasn't a film. There yeah. wasn't there wasn't yeah. anything big or changing. It was a Transformers movie, and I had a ton of fun watching it. Yeah, and I feel like a thing... Honestly, I, 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 didn't, I didn't like it that much. You, for, you know, for my yeah. yeah, it's different yeah, I guess I guess if I had to pick something, it's the way we define Film versus movie. Film is something that looks at society, asks a question, and makes you think the rest of the night about um, yeah, whether it's oh, no, cha- cha- yeah. basically something challenging to society as it is now. And that would be my argument. So, so here, here's the thing. Like, and, and the movie not challenging it. I mean, the thing that I look at and the reason I am like, okay, let's push this. Like, what is a film and a movie? Is like the Martin Corsese, Scorsese saying – no Marvel thing is a film. Like they're all movies. They don't count. It kind of almost feels like, I don't, I don't know. You're dri- you're drawing an arbitrary line that applies to different. There people are right? very there few are definitely superhero people that, movies that are films, like yeah. legitimate films. And yeah, especially especially our standards. Especially our standards. Anybody's standards. You yeah. can make an argument for Iron Man, like you have. Yeah, yeah you can make an argument for in Infinity Man. War, Black Panther, in The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight, neither of the other two in that trilogy. The Joker, Logan. I don't know if you could for Wonder Woman. No. I, I no. think um I don't think you could for Spider-Verse. I think that was a movie. That was a clear yeah. movie. That yeah. Might have been yeah. And also every, also every here's time. here's one of the things I always see. No, but I'm naming six super think yeah. of how many super movies we've had. And I can only think of six that are like Films. Yeah, but think of every so basically think of every mafia movie. Is every mafia movie a film then? Mm, every mafia movie made by certain people. When yeah. Francis Ford Coppola and Martin Scorsese make a movie, they are almost ninety percent instant classics. Is it? So is it a pace thing? It's a storytelling device. It's a yeah. It's how you tell the story. It's not. It's not necessarily. There's like, hey, I'm making this movie. I check these boxes, it becomes a film. It's by the end of it, you walk away. That it's a perception. so. So if you watch The Godfather, what what societal message is it sending you? What what are you going? Oh, I'm thinking this hard about society now. I think you're thinking about the society of the criminal in that case. Mm-hmm. And I mean, so for for them, for that family. That is how they survive. That's how they... Okay. Because you have to think about how mobsters were created. They were created almost like... <laughs> super kind of true. Like unions. Yeah. These are people These are people who banded together to fight people trying to oppress them. That's what the mafia was. It was trying to get protection money. 
trying to get protection money and yeah, mafia movie. It, it it's it's showing what these people had to do to survive. That's why they're collecting from the people they're protecting. It, it works. It works until someone abuses the power, and someone always abuses the power. That's yep. the problem. That's yeah, like the problem yeah. With everything like that. But the point is, is like that socialism doesn't work. Well. We're gonna have to go into any kind of yeah, political. No, no, we're there for the hell of it. Hey, but, man, it's all right. We're done. But no, in that in that case, like in a perfect society, mafia works perfectly fine because what they do is they go to that dry cleaner and they say, 50 bucks for protection." You take their fifty bucks. No one messes with that dry cleaner, or else your mafia boys go and hunt them down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, and it shows you how they had to work to survive back in those days. Just weird. You said a perfect world. Okay, in a perfect world, you wouldn't need it. Well, in a perfect world, you would. Yeah, but in a perfect yeah, world but, for okay. them, like. When the mafia isn't corrupt, when the mafia isn't yeah. extorting people and just not letting them, uh, they'll bust into their houses anyway. Like uh, it's supposed to be an option. It's supposed yeah. to be like, do you yeah, not yeah. want to get messed with by the Irish? So you're so no, that you're, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So then you, you start, or you're Irish and you don't want the uh, you don't want the um, Italians breaking it. Like mm-hmm. yeah, now I'm making a bunch of stereotypes, but like that that was yeah, how it was. It's I mean it's how it was. It's, well, I mean, how it was. I mean, so like that was the point. That's like, a mafia movie. Yeah. It's the Italians yeah. and the Irish we'll, we'll, we'll and protect, whoever else. We'll, we'll protect these boroughs, and that's our job. Yeah. And but it always turns out that like oh the minute you pull away from us oh we're gonna kneecap you. Kind yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that that's kind of the thing with the Godfather is it, it shows what the criminals' lifestyles like. It actually yeah. humanized it. Yeah. Not saying that's a good thing or a bad thing, mm-hmm. but it, it, it just is. It's something new to film, something that didn't exist. Prior. Yeah. And and I like this thought, and I, I hate to be double advocate the whole time, but I think it's a way to get to deeper thoughts. But yeah, so if that has you, yep. If so, if that has you thinking deeper about like the current line, so to bring it back to superheroes, because that's the thing we're mm-hmm. using an example. Yep. Winter Soldier doesn't make you question the government and their abuse of power and how how overarching they are. So no, not really. No, no. So so even even them being secretive. And taking over and, you know, with the missiles and we're going to so predict reason, crime and everything So the else. reason why I think Garrett and me feel this way is when we see something like Captain America or Winter Soldier, it's such a far cry from realism. Okay, so so the government listening in, like wiretapping and all that on, on a bunch of phones no, and all that I, stuff. I, I like, get that part, but we know they do that. It's not like you're starting some big social statement by releasing a film about wiretapping. This movie's big thing was the government releasing helicarriers into the sky. Okay, so so it's more like. about realism. It's not just about realism, but it's almost about like stuff. I guess it is realism. When I watch Captain America, I'm not going in there expecting to see a message. I can clearly yeah. see that message. It's government power. But when I sit there, I'm like, you're not telling me anything I didn't already know. Yeah. Everyone okay. knows about the Patriot Act. You could go up to any yeah, person yeah. on the street and they know the government taps into phones. Yep. That's something okay. they do. And so this movie doesn't really change anybody's opinion on it. But instead, blows it up to helicarriers in the sky, killing people you don't okay, like. Okay, so so it's more about changing opinion and making you think. Well, I just, well, again, I think it's so personally. Like, well, here we go. So, I think it's more of like not in the moment. Oh, it's making me. It's a. Let me think about this movie for the next three days afterwards. And if this, I think at the. Uh, every show is a movie. I would think starts off as a movie. Yeah. Well, here here's something I will well, me, interject, and and I want to and I want to. Okay, you you finish, but I'll I'll interject about what I. Yeah. Something I think. Give, but give me a second. Um, I think that it starts off as a movie. You think about it, and when it does resonate, it doesn't have to resonate, but when it does, and it, I think it's also 
it's also worth talking about as much as I, as engineers, we hate this. We're talking about feelings of movies. It's not something factual that we can see. It's, it's like the reason classics are classics is because they hit some tone with us in the human condition that connects. Okay. Here's the thing about where we brought, brought classic literature early on. Um, and something that pops in my head immediately when classic literature is To Kill a Mockingbird. I read yep. it in school, everything else. Good everybody book. reads it. Good book. Spark noted it. Yep. So. <laughs> <laughs> I only read The Great Gatsby. So, so, so here's Good the book. thing. Here's Good the book. thing. That and some of the films we bring up about normalizing things or making you think <clears throat> and make you think for multiple days. Yep. Is, is a film basically something that makes you feel uncomfortable? Because that's that's the goal, obviously, to kill Mackenberg, make you feel uncomfortable and really think about everything right else. I got the counter right there. Yes, it does make you feel uncomfortable, but it doesn't always. It's the same thing. Movies usually make you feel comfortable. You're just watching something, but movies I would consider Casino Royale a movie. But you're sitting in Casino Royale during that scene, you are uncomfortable as hell as a dude. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. It does make I'll you agree uncomfortable. With that. And, but you can but, be uncomfortable for different reasons. But you can be uncomfortable. There, are, there are other examples. Like you're watching Aliens or Alien. And when um, the aliens when the aliens creeping around and it, it yeah. eats somebody, that makes you uncomfortable. Like, yeah. But it. my thing would be the message makes you uncomfortable. I have a question. Is Come Alien on. a film? Ooh. Alien is a film. Aliens is a movie. Depends on... I, I'd say it depends on your definition, I guess. I guess. Oh yeah, I mean that's gonna be for all these. Yeah, big and and that's that's the thing is like it, it's a really. I mean, it's a really it's of... a really cool, really weird thing to think about because when you're naming off movies, it becomes so easy to say, oh, movie, film, movie, film, movie, yeah. film. But when you think about it, it's like where where do I draw that line? Oh, I, draw, I think that's something I draw, interesting. I draw, to think I draw about. the line on the alien. I'm not sure if it was the first to do it or it was the first to do it on a big scale. Is that the movie that is coming out that's came out this year, Underwater? It's a group of people trapped in a confined space and something bad happens to them. It was the first big movie I can think of, and I'm 22, so yeah. there's not a big there's not a big library of stuff like that that I've seen. Yep. The the thing is another one like that. It, it's almost like a psychological experiment. It's a psychological experiment. Of, 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 of your what what mind. what what would people act like under the stress? Yep. Like, and that's where I think it's well, the I'm film. killing everybody I'm just so here's the here's the thing. Out. So are films really more messages to make you think about the human psyche, almost in a way? Again, they can be and they can't. It's how they're it's how they execute. I think all of this comes down to execution. So in Alien, you see all these people. You see the robot betraying the people and yeah, try to bring yeah, the alien yep. in, and like so, so you see the all the all the angles. You see aliens. Aliens is just a bunch of Marines going buck freaking wild on a bunch of aliens. That's what it is. There's no theme there. It's just it's just carnage. It's taken uh-huh. it's taken the original and put it on Earth. I'd make the same argument for Terminator. The first Terminator movie was a film. It was a film about a robot sent back in time to kill this woman. And then all of a sudden they're like, you know what we can do in T2? How we put two robots against each other and have them just go look freaking wild. I'm like it, it's really fun to like I, I always thought that about sequels from like some of those like classics is you start off with a film and then you just make it like you just add add gasoline to it. So like, something that I I kind of have have thought about in movies and and kind of seems like we're heading to a little bit is so are movies more a money grab and uh, people have fun with this and films are more 
people are going to watch this multiple times and analyze it and really think about it. Is that, is that kind of where the where the separation is a bit? So here's my thing. You keep trying to – every time we make a point, you take what – like I'm not saying this is you. I'm saying like this is just the kind of – Oh, it's devil. Yeah. Okay, yeah. You're, you're no, I am. playing the devil's eye. You're, you're taking what we're saying and you're making it into a definition. But what we keep bringing up is the cloud or like we're Charlie and I are making points about how to we can't define it necessarily because it's it's kind of one of those things that's hard to nail down. No, I so, think, so I think you can nail this down. So a film is something you analyze. Yes. Yeah. A movie is something you watch and you pay money to see. Period. And my my perfect point to that is now some people would say like, oh, every time you watch a Marvel movie, you're looking for Easter eggs. That's not yeah, me. And that, that's why this is an our definition. Yeah. When I watch a Marvel movie, I watch the Marvel movie. Now, when I see someone like in Winter Soldier say, you were trying to hit potential threats like like a Stephen Strange and some high school valedictorian out in Iowa, like, I'm like, hey, I recognize Stephen Strange. He's Dr. Strange. Yeah. That makes sense. Huh? And so there's some yeah. Iowa kid. Yeah, yeah I, I, I get it. I, I, under, I understand the joke here, but it's like, it's not something that I have to analyze. Now, there's something in there where it's like some some minor character ends up being huge late. Like, that's not something I do. So I don't watch that expecting something like that to happen. I'm surprised when it happens. Yeah. That's really cool. Like, I didn't see Hawkeye the first time when I watched Thor. And then I'll rewatch as I see it. Mm-hmm. That's not something I'm analyzing. Trying to yeah, see, like, okay. got with the arrow? Like, Unless you knew you, you didn't know. Yeah. So... I mean, maybe I did know it was Hawkeye, but I wasn't expecting. Actually, I don't think I thought it was Hawkeye because I was like, "Oh no, he's gonna actually do something if it's Hawkeye. Like this is gonna be awesome." And as soon as he grabbed the bow, I was like, "That's Hawkeye." Because like, who else grabs a fucking bow? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But a film is something like watching. I'm trying to think of like the best example, like Moonlight. I have not seen Moonlight, but Moonlight is its story is about a young gay. African American escaping from poverty literally hit every point that deserves to win an Oscar, and you're going to analyze that and try to see. Well, this is how someone else lived. This is the kind of life story that okay. like doesn't make the yeah. So it's, it's more of the Venus yeah. ones. Yeah, that's something that you're going to have to analyze to like fully understand. Especially for me, being not not gay or black being, a, or being a white dude, a straight, straight white, white dude. guy. Yeah, yeah, straight white dude. Yeah, uh, middle class white guy. Literally middle class the white opposite guy. of that. I'm literally the opposite of that. So I I would have to understand it more. So that's, yeah. I think that was a yeah. perfect definition right there. You analyze a film, you watch a movie. Okay, yeah. I analyzed The Joker. Watching The Joker, I was analyzing, yeah. and that's why I walked out of it thinking it was a film. But at a certain point, you also can just watch The Joker and enjoy yourself. You don't have to analyze it. Yeah, and I think that's where it But becomes, that's the different that's definition. Where, that's where it becomes... Uh, I feel like it's more of a personal thing, and that's why uh, Scorsese giving a bunch of flight to Marvel and a bunch of people... Giving flight to Scorsese and the back and forth and all that stuff. I feel like that makes an interesting point of, so, are any of the movies we talked about, are any of them films or are they all movies? Like, tonight. Like, the James Bond, the superhero ones. The superhero ones, I'm assuming, we're just going to throw in the movie pile. I I haven't seen them yet. Yeah. For all we know, Wonder Woman is some deep dive into 80s greed or something. Yeah. I I think the newer James Bond are getting closer to films. I feel like the, they had that Skyfall was more. See, that's, that's what I'm saying. It's see, like see I, and I feel I feel like Skyfall is kind of almost a good example of the gray area. Yeah, I was, about to, I was just about to say Skyfall yeah. is teetering on an edge of movie or film. I was thinking about that. I it was making me think. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Like that but, and Logan, but, and all James, that. but no, but it's James Bond at the same time. But then there's moments where I'm like, 
Yeah, yeah let me like, watch this. This is awesome. Yeah, like it, you change, you change depend on the screen. Yeah. but that was one of those examples of gray area. That like there is a gray area. Yeah. I think a, I think a great example of it would be for for me like Logan is a movie slash film. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's there's points in it. I get yeah. like. Yeah, if you didn't like it, then you don't like it. I get what you're saying. Like, I can see it from everyone. There's moments in it when he gets injected by that juice and he goes crazy. I'm like, yes, Logan, go get him. And then there's points with his daughter where I'm like, oh, wow, this is a commentary. on like, Yeah, yeah I mean, so, something, to, something to play yeah, on. Yeah, the fatherhood. Like, trying to be more on your guys' side so, for this than I have been the whole whole entire thing. It's so like, so isn't, isn't, a, isn't a film kind of like something where it's like it's hard to watch over and over where a movie is kind of like, ooh, I can watch it every single no. day. No, no, no. A film is not hard to watch again. A movie is not easy to watch again. And the reason I would say that is there could be something in a in a film, like mm-hmm. a film doesn't instantly. I could rewatch Black Klansman over and over again. It's still a film. I still need to see that. And you still laugh so and everything else. You still laugh with the jokes. You'll still yeah. understand the concepts, but you're still trying to let's see, like where where are the Easter eggs that Spike Lee hit. Like, I know yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Here. okay. And like you're just trying to understand it more. And, but it's not something that's hard to watch. I mean, for me, it's not hard to watch. I can watch it over and over, and it wouldn't kill me. Watching Logan over and over again, I know this is something I said was in the gray area. It's hard to watch again because of the emotional pull. But Logan doesn't necessarily have those themes that I would classify as a film. It does have themes, okay. but it's not trying to slap you in the face with them. Like You do have to stretch to create some of the deeper themes of that movie. Yeah. like I don't think I could watch... The one I always think of is... Like, the definition of a dry film to me is the King's Speech. That's not something I can watch. Yeah. And I feel I feel like a perfect word that you had in there was dry. Yeah. Yeah. It's, but that's because of I my taste perfect. I movies. feel like that's a perfect way. Yeah. I'm not a like Rob Bob. Rob Bob would be a great person to bring in here because he likes films a lot. He's the person who loves films. Mm-hmm. We're the people who like if you're gonna stereotype us. We're the ones who like movies. Yeah. From and our so, definition. Yeah. And so, it, well, even he says he likes films. Yeah. And so, like, we we got talking about it. And so it's just, it's a different, sometimes you got different tastes. You got the people in the middle. You got the people on the far end. Um, but I would, if I had to say that, like, we're closer to movies, you yeah. know, based on our definition. Yeah, based on definition, I'm definitely more of a movie guy than a film guy. Yeah, where they prioritize the entertainment value over yeah. over the plot, even though in general movies are made for entertainment. But that's that's yeah. not the same thing. But like the, the movies the, can have good plots too. Yes, but like the objective is not to have the best theme, the best plot. Like I would say, a classic. I think would be I like, think movies. I think Mission Impossible Fallout had a great story, one of the better stories I've seen in a in a, in a movie. In a movie, yes. In, in the movie. in the twists and turns that it had, yeah. from what it was presenting you, one of my favorite ones is like when they're they're giving you the walkthrough of how to how to steal the dude in the in the security car, mm. and then all of a sudden Tom Cruise is like, "No, we're doing it this way." It's like that's a big twist. That's a big yeah. That's a big like change up. And I think movies can have plots too. Infinity War, yes, plot. yes, okay, they can it. have plots. Yeah. That are really complex, yeah. But it's not to serve a greater purpose or a theme that, yeah. that wants to change people's mind. No one watched an, an, an Infinity War and walked out seriously. Like two percent of the population probably did. Walked out and was like Thanos was right. We should eliminate half the population. Yeah, yeah. No one did that. That was yeah. the main theme of it. Was maybe we have to sacrifice to say, like, I'm reaching for themes at this point. Yeah, yeah. Sacrifice yeah. to reach. It's kind of. 
kind of what I'm thinking, but hearing all this, and I don't know if it sums it up good, and it still leaves gray area, yeah. but kind of sounds it's like kind of sounds like what you're saying, and and what I kind of think of when I classify them is a film is something that it could be commercial, could make money, but it has a greater purpose than making money. Yep. Movies are kind of their purpose is to make money, and sometimes they can be. And I feel like that's kind of I feel like that's kind of the. Mm-hmm. I think. No, I think you nailed it. I think it is a money thing versus a, a reason to be like Fast and Furious. I think it's part you're, of it. You're not but looking, I don't think it's the catch up. But, but here's no, the, I do. Here's so, the thing: so Fast and Furious. They're going to make a ton of money at the box yeah. office. That's the only reason they're doing it. That's the only reason they're bringing in John Cena or The Rock or anything but, or Jason Statham. But it has I, a background family theme. Yeah. yeah, but but here's the thing about, it's about not, a film. It's not, it's not just a family film. It's designed to be look at these awesome things. Yep. yep. So and the Fast and Furious. And the Fast and Furious. Awesome stuff. Yeah. Where a film is like, look at the theme. And I feel like without award shows and like the Oscars and stuff, there wouldn't be a thing. It'd be oh, that's a different genre. This is a thinking movie. This is a action movie. Because yeah. I, fe- I feel like what we what we look at. Is, I disagree. Is if you are if you're no, the Oscar winning the Oscar thing like the Lighthouse where it was like oh that was so. Fantastic! It's so it's deep, so yeah. deep, like like an art museum. Oh, look at the this this mm-hmm. scene meant so much more. Like, and and the movie is like, hey, I'm Vin Diesel. Watch me drive this car off a cliff and shoot rockets at someone. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, like it's, you're not gonna win any awards, but you're looking to make money. Like people, yeah, and you're looking for people to have. But a I time. think even if the Oscars didn't exist, those movies would still serve a purpose because they're they're like an indie-ish kind of thing. Indie yeah. films do exist to win awards. That is kind of their purpose. But those movies would still exist from people like Spike Lee, who's no, still a good draw. I agree that they exist. I didn't mean to say they wouldn't exist. I, I meant to say, like, it'd be different. We wouldn't be ha- sitting here having a conversation on movie versus film. It'd be more like, oh, this is a this is a thinking movie. This is a different movie. I, yeah. Like, does we that make sense? Would, yeah. yeah. They would definitely be, we definitely wouldn't have a film versus movie classification if they were all just released and no one thought about them. Yeah. Um, you'd still have people trying to rank them, but they'd be saying, what's the best movie? What's the best thinking? What's the yeah. best action? And they do that. Yeah, and I feel like part of it, I feel like part of it for, for films is people trying to be like, oh, I want to feel like the smart guy. Well, this movie had so many more undertones. Like, yeah. that. that's why I feel like it's kind of like the pompous guy in the coffee shop talking about, well, this was made from this bean, and I, I feel so special. Like, that's what I feel like when I think of film. Like, when you know, I, like... I guess, but like, when I walk away from a a show and I, I like Joker. I totally expected it to be a movie entertaining, but like retrospect, I'm like, Holy shit. That was a film. You know what okay. I mean? Like, okay. yeah, I yeah, guess yeah. for me personally, it's not a definition. There's, I can't define it personally. I think I can kind of tip tiptoe around it, but at the end of the day, it's how I walk away and what <laughs> yeah. I get out of it. To somewhat, he, he said to end this conversation, when we sit around and we talk about watching a, a, a film, movie, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. we watch a full-length picture. Picture. We sit there and we say, like, when we watch Suicide Squad, it's not a great, it's not a great film. It's not a great movie. We, we can laugh, at it. <laughs> but we yeah. love, but we love watching it. Yeah. And, and there's no like rhyme or reason. It's not this this great theme. This great, this great understanding. It's just we like watching. And so it's kind of a definition we made up. Like you know, we almost kind of like trash it by saying it's not a good film. Like it's not. It wasn't designed to like win yeah, awards, yeah, yeah. Yeah. but it was designed it was to bring al- entertainment. It was almost us defending it. Well, yeah, which was. Well, I mean, I feel like entertainment is the end goal. Obviously, mm-hmm. I mean, movies aren't 
it's it's a stream of entertainment. I mean, that's what yeah. it is. I mean, it comes from plays which were made for entertainment. So, I mean, I feel like any of them are well, not Well, but plays films. were also meant to bring political issues. To bring play. thought, yeah. To bring thought into it. And, yeah, and sometimes almost, they injected comedy and they injected look, Black Klansman. It tries to bring social commentary, politics, but it also tries to bring comedy to, like, make it easier to go through. Yeah, lighthearted. And so, like, there are different, and there were differences back in plays. Some plays were just some fantastic Shakespearean plays okay. and some of them were these deep like Plato Socrates thought experience. Yeah. Even Shakespeare was for the time he could have written it to like, there's what I remember from school, especially is that Shakespeare wrote for the masses at times. Like there's certain oh, yeah. basic themes. He could have written it and it could have been this really complex thing. You really had to think about, but no, even like what we think of Shakespeare, which is this like, the class, classic the, literature. The yeah. classic literature is still like written for the masses. And so, so does like, that make Shakespeare stuff more filmy or more movie? I think every every single one that I can name right now is movie based. I think if I'm watching Romeo and Juliet, and you forced me to watch or, Romeo and or Juliet, Macbeth or Hamlet, or Macbeth, it, I'm going there for entertainment. Every single one of these movies. Is going to be enjoyable, and it's yeah. going to be super. It's the point is it was to be enjoyable. Yeah. The, the, now there are themes in Romeo and Juliet, it's the forbidden lovers, like what they would do for yep. each other. And, but when I walk into it, it's more of a, now. Again, you can look at modern takes, and it can be like, "Damn, that's a film. You totally changed it up, and you made it something that I didn't think it could be." Yeah. But I also think over time, it be, it a movie can because it's a it becomes a classic. Now it's yeah. So so here's 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 the thing. I'm oh, trying no, to say no, 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 no. no. Die Hard is not a film. Die Hard is a freaking movie, and you will treat it like a freaking movie. It is an oh, awesome yeah. movie. It is not a film. It's a classic, though. Yeah. No, but it's still a movie. So that's, that's the thing. Like When it becomes a classic, and that's everybody... Would I feel like a lot a of classic people... classic or a cult classic? I would say it's a classic movie. Well, I think, I think the best thing of classic, cult classics, drawing the definition there, is Shakespeare's stuff. Everybody would say that. The classic literature, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But... Then again, we just said it was a movie type thing. So I feel, I feel like that's the thing of... Well, here's the thing. Classic literature is Charles Dickens. Charles Dickens stuff are films. You ever try reading that shit? You ever try watching that shit? Yeah. That is brutal. Yeah. It's filled with themes, and there is comedy when you get the right people yep. in charge of it. But it is all about themes. No, I'm agreeing. But also, at the same time, really? Shakespeare is still classic. He's still classic. But because but it's so it's old, and it's still around, and it's still so, loved. So you're just countering what yeah. you said. When yeah, it's yeah. So, so, here's, so here's, here's my thing is... So I feel like we try and draw this distinction so, mm-hmm. so far, and they're so different. Both of them can live on. So really, what what makes them so drastically different? I mean, if, if they can both live on for a long time, and movies are generally, when you call it a movie, it feels like... They oh, can both live on oh, because they both serve their purpose. It's, it's not as good. It's a movie. So it doesn't mean as much. And everything that's supposed to live on is supposed to mean something. No, it, they mm-hmm. serve their purpose. I can... When... I'm trying to think of like a, a classic movie. I'm trying to think of one. Gone um, with the Wind. No, know. no, no. He's talking like a classic. It was sheer entertainment, and that's the Star purpose. Wars. There you go. When Star Wars first came out, that was a movie, and Star Wars will live on beyond my lifetime. Yeah. Okay. And that's it was not. Example. It was not meant for anything other than to capture the imagination and the entertainment of children. Young people who just space, okay, and it'll live on forever. It'll be a classic, but that doesn't mean that it's 
it's boring. I think that's the same thing with films. I think Avengers, I, it's too soon, but I, I yeah. think you got Infinity War, Endgame. They're going to live on forever. Mm-hmm. Especially Mo- with Disney Plus right now. Yeah. Well, movies like, what did we just watch? We just watched... Um, or versus John Wick. John Wick. Or like a recent, recent? No, I'm thinking like uh, was something in the theater. It was something dumb. We watched something dumb, and it was like it was an entertaining movie. Oh, Booksmart! I know. I watched last movie I watched with y'all was Booksmart. Booksmart might become a classic film. You think so? I think so. I don't think it'd be a film ever. If we're going by definition. I don't feel I get the movie. So feel. so so the movie, the movie so feel. do movies turn into films if it they can. live on? It can. I can. Yes, because and that's why Booksmart Booksmart is a movie, you're correct. But it'll turn into a film when society deems that kind of behavior so this, more. So Star Wars turned into a film. I don't think so. And I don't think it ever will. No. My definition of it is a film was the prequels. The prequels were layered with George W. Bush propaganda scare tactics of what the Republican Party was doing in the 2000s with Dick Cheney to gain control of the House and Senate and the war powers that have now finally been kind of shrunk down this last year. Um, that was a fear-mongering thing. George, uh, George Lucas has constantly said that this was supposed to be a parody of George W. Bush. Hmm. And you can see it. You can see it clear as day. You can see the fear-mongering and the trying to turn, turn the tide. But the original Star Wars wasn't that. The original yeah. Star Wars was... Darth Vader, the Persona Yeah, well, the original Star Wars is very close to a Hamlet-esque story very close. Uh, of Shakespeare, mm-hmm. like, type thing. Essentially, you're, you're repeating a lot of times. But, like, but here's the other it's thing. It's a Cinderella like, story. Like, a lot of it's a but Cinderella But here's another story. thing. The prequels never made me think for one second at Yeah, all. but, Ever. like, I don't necessarily agree the prequels were films. I don't. Like, I guess I can see the point if you made it, but, like, I just explained my point is that they do yeah. make you, they do actually, if like you watch them and you actually listen to their dialogue, which you don't. No. And you admit it, you don't. No, you the dialogue's trash. you actually listen to their dialogue and actually like gagged every time you heard Anakin Padme talk and actually listen to everyone else, you'd see all the chess pieces moving. Yeah. And it is. It's super ridiculous. Like it, outside So of is Earth, Lord of the Rings a film then? Yes. <sighs> Don't do that. That is the ultimate gray area. Because nope. because just as you said about the the social commentary, that was a commentary about World War One, I, I believe. Yes. yes. Or, yeah. So I mean, I would does say, that become a film? Now? I would say it makes Lord you of the Rings is a really film. It. I would say it's a great movie. It's a great movie. Actually, this shouldn't be hard. It's a film. It is one hundred percent. It's a film, but I was very entertained. Okay, so then is because I was not entertained at so all. So Game of Game of really? Thrones, Game of Thrones is as a series as a whole a film. Yes. I would say Game of Thrones, outside of kill, 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 like if you go beyond that, I would say yes, it's a film. No, I think it was a movie. I'm, I'm going to really? Game of Thrones was a, was a movie. So we're because, really getting into the gray yeah, area. These are the gray area ones. Mm-hmm. Because it was almost... Really George the devil's advocate here. I'm George R.R. Martin. Martin really loved just taking Tolkien to task with his wussery. He really enjoyed... It's almost a parody of Lord of the Rings. Kind of. It's yeah. almost taking these characters that you grow to love and ripping them from your hearts. Yeah, but and it's it's built. Came... But it think about the thing about but the it's show. Based, it's based largely on English history. Yeah, it's built. And if it's based on, on social commentary, how is it not a film? Then? Well, it's not a film because of how they do it, of how how it's shown. If, this, if we're talking about the books, the books are probably much more film. 
Because I didn't read the books. I don't know if George R. R. Martin, and maybe he did, in his book said, and his little finger explained his plot. Three ladies behind him, all topless, their breasts thick. Yeah, he did. And, he did. Oh, he did? In more explanation, yes. Oh, then yeah, they're probably they're, they're movies. So nudity what? makes the... No, 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 no. Oh, no. Don't, okay. don't, 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 don't do that. But, but here's the thing. Why is it a movie? It's a movie a because it's meant to entertain you. When I watch Game of Thrones, I'm entertained. I'm not thinking. When I watch Game of Thrones, nothing in Game of Thrones made me think about social change, made me think about, is this uncomfortable? Like, But the Lord of the Rings did. Yes. Yeah. How so? What, what made the, you think? The war between the two sides. So the I war between the two sides of Game of Thrones didn't make you... No, because at the end of the day, it was all pointless. By adding the White Walkers, there were no White Walkers in Lord of the Rings. Because there was this end-all, be-all... The, the the Game of Thrones is almost pointless. Game of Thrones is supposed to be pointless. It's supposed to get when you think Game of Thrones, the Game of Thrones is some useless waste of time until the big bad. But isn't that in way in a way philosophical? Okay, I don't agree of the, of the thinking of life is life is pointless. As I don't agree with you that Game of Thrones is not a film. I think it's a film that was very entertaining. I'm not saying films cannot be entertaining, and that they're all about making you think. No, I'm not saying that either. I think what I'm saying shows objective is to be entertaining uh, to somebody. That Devil's Advocate was bullshit, by the way. That was probably so? the worst one of your. Oh, so? oh, is life pointless? No, no. That was a whole whole philosophical. Thing. No, if you if you want to turn Game of Thrones into philosophical. Is this a is this a commentary on modern day life with climate change being the White Walkers and all of us just squabbling over politics? There you go. So you perfectly made it. No, honestly, no. that is though. Like that's literally no, you could make but that if you want to make it, you you can make a connection. I think is Endgame is Thanos Donald Trump and is he? Trying but that's to my point. That's my point. You can make anything a film or a no, movie. But it's the it's gangster. The gangster is pointless. They all went to jail. No. I'm not. I'm not worried about mobster today, am I? So how are gangster films? I I don't give a shit. It's pointless. Well, I mean, it is, it is relative in real life. It is. Mart- cartels. Oh, in Mexico. I don't care. Well, I mean, that's, that's not the point, though. Oh, no, but see how easy it is, though? See how okay. easy it is. No, I'm arguing yeah, because, like, like that, that, these are not good devil advocate points. Devil yeah, advocate points. You, really advocate you were actually doing a good yeah, job. Now you're, you're just kind of like just spitting garbage. See, but you guys getting flustered. Like, no. No, we're not. Okay. 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 So what? What's what is the difference between Lord of the Rings and Game of Thrones that separate them? Lord of the Rings is a is a basic is a basic plot of from what I'm from what I'm trying to recall mm-hmm. is people are trying to end this great fighting and the great fighting is over the ring for Sauron okay. and Sauron's forces are trying to take out the good yep. guys. Okay. Forces. Yep. It, you're right. It's a commentary on World War One, mm-hmm. and you can see the, the similarities in it. Yeah. How many of us remember the War of the Roses? I mean, if so, so your point is no. If we don't, is, if no, we don't, don't remember, remember it, it, no, 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 don't like, no. But that's what you just did. No, what I'm well, I remember the, the no. War of the Roses. I do, like, I'm not from my no, lifetime, but, but so, same with World War One. World War One is more relevant because themes from World War One. So it's relevant. It's not just relevant. Yeah, actually, it is. It is. I'll, I'll, I'll bite. I'll bite on your bullshit at this point. <laughs> no, I'm, but like, yours is bullshit too. <laughs> no, like, like easily. Everyone's getting, no, okay. Can we take, the easy let's thing, take a timeout for no, a second? No, 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 no. I, I like. I like what this is going. Yeah. So, like, Black Landsman is relevant today because of like Charlottesville. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So we all see yeah. that parallel. Yes. Yeah. So World War One is relevant today because we still see sides fighting over okay. something that's meaningless. Okay. In Game of Thrones, it wasn't meaningless. It was for something. More objective. Yep. And when you go to Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones is more of the buildup of powerful families trying to take in control. Yep. 
So right now, there are no powerful families controlling nations. They don't exist anymore. Okay. There are no yep. monarchs. Yep. The only monarchs that exist are in like the theocratic. Uh, yeah, Iran and, and they're basically Saudi fake, Arabia. and yeah, yeah. And they're basically fake, and it's they're basically just there for title and not to actually run anything. Yes. Nothing in Game of Thrones, unless you really like I did with my bullshit like climate change analogy, yep. is relevant. Okay. In it, in it, you're seeing, you're watching characters that you love. Uh, and maybe this is just, again, this is an opinion-based thing. I want, is, I want to be very clear, yep, because that's why I think Lord of the Rings is more of a film. I had no interest in a single character from Lord of the Rings, and I fell asleep every single time I watch it. Okay, yep. When I watch Game of Thrones, I'm excited because things happen that you don't expect to happen. And it is subverting your expectations. Yep. Like a film, like you expect a film would. Yep. But when it's doing it, it's in an entertaining way that actually makes you think, like, like it's the opposite of The Last Jedi. Okay. When you watch it, you're expecting something to happen, and they subvert, and you're like, oh, wow, I didn't see that one coming. When you watch Last Jedi, you watch it, and you go, that's dumb. I didn't see Rob Stark get killed and think, oh, wow, that's dumb. Okay. I thought, wow, this is the culmination of all his decisions. And so what it made me think is it made me think like a film usually would. Yep. But as I'm watching it, I'm thinking of it from an entertainment standpoint. It's not something I have to analyze. When I watch Game of Thrones the first time, compared to the second time. Yep. I realized that I recognized most of the stuff. There were like five things that I picked out watching the second time that I didn't get the first time. Yep. It was something okay. that I could just watch for the pure enjoyment of it. You're watching the sword fights. You're watching the the the, the bigger battles near the end. Mm-hmm. And all the all the objectives as they as they move forward, like you're seeing the change in the characters. That's something that you didn't see in Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings followed an arc because it's only okay. three films. But right? wouldn't, wouldn't that make Lord of the Rings a movie more no. than Game of Thrones? No, because in Game of Thrones, again, this is the problem with making TV shows into this, too. Yeah. Is Game of Thrones allows you to enjoy the spectacle without having to think about modern-day plights. Okay. Yep. And maybe in, maybe in what we're analyzing this, and this is part of why yeah. this part of questioning that you, I won't bring up, this question that you brought up is like 40 minutes old between thinking versus not thinking. This was when you were still doing good stuff. Mm. Okay. But here's the thing. So if relevance is a key, then old films become movies later. Old films. I don't think so. If it's, uh, if it's about relevance. Because history repeats itself. Yeah. So the Game of Thrones is history, and if history repeats itself... Well, you know what? In 200 years, when it's the fight between the Bezoses and the Gates, I'll agree with you. Yeah. Right now, that doesn't happen. But it's, it's very subjective, yeah. You're, you're, it is. It's 100 percent correct. It's totally, totally subjective. Which, which is which is my point. Yeah. No. Okay. If you're making the point that it is subjective, I will agree with you that yes, it is very subjective. But that's kind of part of it. That which means that there's there's no line you can draw. Like no, I, I and I that's no. What there's lines we can draw. Weak because it's a personal opinion. Each individual person. We just disagreed on Game of Thrones yeah. and Lord of the Rings. And we were okay. the ones that came up with our own system for this. Yeah. But okay. we understand where each other is coming from. Yeah. I can understand why he thinks it's a film and he can understand why I think it's a movie. Yeah, exactly. This isn't, yeah. we, we're not here writing the it's definitions. Not... We're here explaining our point of views. It's... It'd be like asking you what you think. Do you think Lord of the Rings is a film or a movie? I don't know. I think it's fantasy. I don't see films or movies, really. Like, I guess. If if I had to define it, I don't know. It, it's one of the things where it's it's nerdy, which makes you want to go, oh, it's a movie because it's nerdy because that's what everyone does. Mm-hmm. Or, but it's also a film because, 
oh, look, it, it was so drastic, and, and they draw out all these things. Like, you know, I don't know. It's, movie Films seem very pompous to me, and it's something that draws well, yeah, out really slow. Actually, that's perfect. Your point is also fairly accurate. You said a movie is something that you enjoyed, and a film is something that yeah. you were bored with. Yeah, that's I think your that, definition. And too? I think yeah. that, I think I think that's that's the thing. Is so you watched two thousand one Space Odyssey and you think it's a film? Never watched it. I yeah, I, I can't speak. It, on if you one. imagined watching it, what would you think it would be? Boring as all get. Out Actually, I, I might have watched it. I might because that's the one where the robot hail. Yeah. Over it. Yeah. Yeah, I found it interesting. So would it be a movie? Or so would it be a movie or film? I don't know. It's sci-fi. It's it's whatever you want. No, but in, in your definition, in your definition that you gave but, us, how do okay? If I asked you real quick, how do you feel? Was it more of a film or was it more of a movie? No, ask him, ask him on his own terms. Did you enjoy it or were you bored? I don't know. I kind of enjoyed it. I wasn't too invested. I just kind of so, enjoyed I guess it. So it's a movie. So by your definition, it's a movie, and yeah, ours would be film. film. Yeah, I think I think. But my thing is, like, I feel like there's so many. I think I don't think and there's a difference. The point yeah. is that everyone's going to yeah. be different on this. We just gave our opinions. I don't think there's a difference. And so when when you grilled when you grilled us something, what we thought? Yeah. I thought the Game of Thrones was a movie, and I explained why. I thought that because it wasn't relevant, because I just sat, I could just sit back and enjoy yeah, it, and just think about yep. it. It wasn't important. And you understand that, like people have had this conversation. We are not the first ones, and no. it will not be the last. This is a conversation <laughs> you could write books on yeah. this. There are books on. Yeah, this. I mean, I mean, basically, it, it's a monetary volume. thing. Yeah. Is all it is, and it's more of a pompous. When you want to make yourself feel better, your movies feel better. You say it's a film. Well, I mean, that's all if, it is. if we're going to attack the person that's who all it did, is, uh, is Martin Scorsese just went after Marvel because he's jealous of the money. There. I mean, that's all it is. It's straight it, up. It, it's when you feel like yours is more special to film. That's what I see. What I uh, see. That's what I see. I guess, but like, Marvel's really great. I think I love Marvel, but I'm not going to call it a film. Um, no, I can't. Um, I guess I really, some of I've, them. No, I've come around on Marvel. I honestly, it's. It's kind of 50-50 for me at this point. Okay, like, I was... So, like, I guess I enjoy, I really enjoyed... The bloodless violence? Yes. But I was going to say... I was going to say... Okay, um, you guys are starting to get to me where... You keep cutting me off and it's starting to get to me. Oh, okay. say um, Guardians of the Galaxy. I really enjoyed it. Love it as a movie, but I don't think that could be one that I could consider a film. However, I really enjoyed... Uh, Black Panther. I watched that over and over again. I think that one's more of a film. Right. Well, we're just getting back to this is a personal preference. Yeah, it's a personal preference. It's, yeah. it's yeah, exactly what it is. But like somehow Charlie and I have seemed to have similar definitions. Of we we yeah. have had, and you yeah. and me have had similar too. Like I, I we've had this conversation yeah. too. This is a movie. This is a film kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know. It's just a weird dynamic. Like, a weird because yeah. like, I feel like it's hard to nail down. No, and. I feel like it's genre-based, 100%. I feel like that's what it is. Because superhero movies, I feel like people always paint. You hear it's a superhero movie or a sci-fi, like a nerdy-type movie or a campy movie, action movie. Action movies are always movies. All this stuff. But if it's if it's a, if it's a thriller, a, th- a, psych- a psych- psychological thriller where you really have to think, think everybody's like oh that's such a movie lighthouse oh look look at how it appears in the human psyche like that's what i feel like i think that's how it's been but i think what marvel's doing is starting to break that down a little bit and i think that's like 
at, like if you listen to the, the Joe Rogan uh, with um, Robert Downey Jr., they were talking about this. Um, before Iron Man, all like the superhero movies were real chintzy, I guess, the way to put yeah. it. Yeah, they, they were cheap. They were knockoffs for people that like comics. Okay, yeah. I think you're wrong on that one. Straight up. Really? So you can argue that they're cheesy. Yeah, che- okay, cheesy. I but didn't then you're cheesy. wrong. Cheesy was a... But I'm going to make the... I'm going to say cheesy, and I'm going to say Iron Man is the switching point. Pick pick your definition right now, because you're going to get roasted on... I'm aware of where you're... I, I no, see because the perfect, the perfect examples, X-Men and Spider-Man are cheesy. They're, they're comic book movies. Mm-hmm. They're the yeah. definition yeah. of comic book movies. And then you have The Dark Knight and Batman Begins. And those are dark, gritty, reimagined films. Were they before Iron Man? They were. Oh, yeah, they were like... Were the so if you want to make the argument, it's Batman yeah. Begins is when it changes from being fantasy to realism. I guess. Yeah, I'll give that to you. You can't give to Iron Man. Yeah. I guess in my mind, just because I'm more of a Marvel fan, I always yeah. have been. I guess the... You're genre-based, by the way, unless you can finish your thought. Um, yeah, I'm kind of stuck. Well, then I'll let you... Yeah, go ahead. Your genre thing. What do you consider a crime movie? A crime movie? Or a crime. Ooh. What do you consider a crime? A crime film. Is it a, or a crime picture? Is it a film or is it a movie? A crime picture? You said it's genre-based. Yeah. I feel like because everybody includes mobster movies and they love to say mobster movies are films, everybody's going to say it's a is film. Scarface yeah. a film? Oh, it's a monster movie, yes. No, no, okay. What about, yeah. what about... But um, no, but like, okay, I'm giving... I, okay, yeah. stop playing devil's advocate. No, 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 I think I've made my point. We've made a that. lot of points. Black Panther? Black Panther. And I don't Joker. think it is. I don't think Black Joker. Joker. In, okay. Is, is, is Joker... So is Joker a crime based on? Is it a is it a monster you movie? Can, you can make an argument for that. Yeah. But I think well, it's like a lot of Batman's villains are. Yeah. Like yeah. mobster style. Yeah. I think it gets grouped in with genres though. I think it really does. I think everybody okay. groups it in with a genre. Because I, feel, I feel like Joker... Dark I feel like Joker... I feel like nobody... Nobody says Joker. That was a superhero. They say it's a psychological thriller. It's a comic and I, I feel like superhero movies, it isn't its own genre. They get thrown into different genres. Yeah. I think I think the reason people say superhero movies are movies and not can't be films is because of the perception of it, not yeah. because of like the actual. But I'm just saying that every itself. genre has their own movies and films, mm-hmm. have their own design. Yeah, yeah. There's an exception to every rule. So I don't I don't like that you said that because I knew I, I, I remember watching that Guy Ritchie movie because everyone compares the gentleman to this movie that I love. Oh, that Lock gentleman Stock. does look good. Yeah. Lock stock and two smoking barrels is just balls to the wall action. Okay, you so movies there. can't have action. What? No movies can have action. No, I think you're I think you said it wrong. I think you're saying that films Yeah, whatever. Films No. No, films, films can, can have, have action. action. The Departed has plenty of action in it. Mm-hmm. But they can't, they can't be action-based. They can't be action-based. It can be action-based perfectly fine. Saving Private Ryan. That's a film. Was it a film? Oh, that's a what, film. What makes it a film? It's the, the feel. It's. The, it, it's I'm the sorry. Feel. We're the dealing with emotions. Where the, it is, though. Yeah, okay. We're dealing with yeah. art. Okay. In reality, we're dealing with art. It's not a science. Yeah, we're dealing it's with art. art. We're dealing with art. 
And so, like... But every art has a price. Yeah. Like, people have agreed on prices on art. Okay. I think you can agree, when you watch Saving Private Ryan, that that is a film. It has thematic... It, it's very thematic. I don't know. I watched it as a kid, and I was like, yeah, dude, shooting each other. Yeah, but it like, but if you watch it as an adult, you're definitely going to see film-like qualities. I think... Um, okay, so I guess you see a poster of a girl with her tits out. That's not really art. Like, yeah, you could say it's art, but, like, it's not. You see, a, but, like, Van Gogh, you got something, start, Van Gogh's Starry Night, that's art, you know? And so it's kind of making, it's like a secondary, like... I had to take a stupid art history class, and you would take my teacher off with that argument right there. Right there? Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's supposed to be subjective. But the subjective yes. part is that Van Gogh Something that makes so, you feel. Well, yeah. is so famous and so powerful with his artwork mm-hmm. that you're like, wow, that's expensive. You you announce like this yeah. is Van Gogh, it's expensive. You take a picture of tits, it's like, well, that's not art. Oh, that's not art. Well, everything's art. What is yeah. art? Well, it's poor yeah. down No, but but that's not but basically the, the James Bond car being the most expensive car. Yeah. But like the thing is the reason so that those art it... pieces are so does famous. that make it art? They, does that make it so? Does a film mean it's a piece of art rather than a piece of entertainment? Well, I mean, the James Bond car is a perfect mix of availability versus popularity. No, I mean that's it. Availability versus popularity. Yeah, I don't know. I think we're dealing with a very we're dealing with something that's not. It's subjective. It's not, not definable. fact necessarily based. It's undefinable. Almost, it's very yeah. hard. It's very. It's like trying to put catch smoke with your hands. I yeah, like, very undefinable. Like, yeah, you can kind of see it. You can make it into some similar shape, but at the end of the day, like you can blow a smoke ring. I think it's definable but, to an individual, but not to society because everyone is different. If you treat everyone like everybody, you're talking about communism. To go for Garrett said earlier, that's the political point. <laughs> but we're not all equal. Yeah. We don't yeah. all think the same. Yeah. So every yeah. person has their own preference, and I think you need to respect that when you come to this situation. Yep. And so even though you play the devil's advocate on that. I will still defend movies or films or TV shows that I yeah. think are what they are. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's a more it's more of a feeling thing. It is. It is yeah. How, how you feel? It's how you very, feel? About but there it. is there is measurable like thematic and there's um, or the the themes, the plot, the yeah. the action, the 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 wonder in your the what climax. you're watching. Yeah, can define it for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get there's that. like uh, there's like if ninety if eighty. If seventy-five percent of the people all agree that that's a film, there's a good likelihood that that's a film. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, so democracy yeah. majority rules. Yeah. Thing, yeah, and so like, you know, when you got ninety percent of people saying that you know such and such movie's a film, you know, uh, the likelihood, like that's where you start to having more concrete structure. Like you're always if you're trying to like nail it down. You gotta start. You would have to like start looking at like. It's more about what the what the people think, what the majority yeah. thinks. Though. And that's kind of that's art. That's the thing. It's like it's not yeah. science. Yeah, it's, it's a very because no one pays out of their nose for the minority. They pay out of it for the majority, mm-hmm. and that's one of the things why like Van Gogh paintings go for so much. Yeah, everyone wants one. Yeah, so only the few who can afford it get one. Yeah, it's one of the things. If we all thought a picture of some random chick's tits were the greatest thing of artwork. That would be the most expensive thing. Yeah, I but mean, because it's, that's not, then that's the minority, and therefore the cost isn't as high as yeah. it would be for like a Van Gogh or Picasso. Mm-hmm. Like, 
there's value to that. Yeah, but it's and, a sign. And I don't think I don't think it's all value based though. It's no, no, no. no yeah, not. because it's, obviously it's Fast and Furious can make a ton of move, a ton of money. It's yeah. a movie. Like it's we've some, all agreed on that. It's something that speaks. Fast and Furious is human nature. Yeah, but I feel like it's more like film versus movie. I feel like it's more. Uh, the the goal purpose is I oh, feel like ninety five percent of the majority I, would say that's a movie, not a film. I, I, yeah. I feel like that's what we've gotten. We've kind of come together to decide. Is like yeah. it is more of the purpose of the the artwork that you're making as the film. It's a, as as the picture itself. It, it's more what you're aiming towards is what defines it more as whether it's going to be a movie or going to be yeah. a film. It's how it speaks to the human existence. That's yeah. what it is. And, yeah, and that's yeah, a way deeper level. <laughs> on a way deeper level, yeah, I'm trying to, like, if I'm really trying to put it to it, yeah, it's and that's how like, it speaks to the human existence. Which, if you want to try to define that, I'm going to fucking walk out of the room. <laughs> and I'm going to say, nope, nope, nope. Yeah, nope, no, nope, and I, nope. I think that's the biggest thing, is it's more the what they're going for. Are they trying to make people feel something deeper than I like action star dude? Jane Doe. I think you know. it's not what you do. It's like sometimes it's just how it is. Like there's certain movies that just do speak. To, they almost fall upon speaking to the human existence, and then it makes them more filmish. So I guess that's my own thoughts. I'm gonna leave it at that. Um, yeah. It's pretty late. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go. I was falling asleep at a certain point. All right. Um, yeah. I say we wrap this up. Hey y'all, sure. this is it. Um, for the fourth episode. Nope. Probably the next one we're gonna probably do a post MA fight. Or pre if we wanna do it. Yeah, we we got time. We'll figure it we out. We got plenty of time. Figure it out. Yeah. Um we'll we'll figure it out. Um while we do, you guys ho- I hope you guys all enjoyed this and we didn't just yell over each other too much. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was it was good though. Yeah, was um so it I'm the lab. I'm the rabbit. And the guest Charlie over here. Yeah. <laughs> the fan addict, if you will. Um yeah. I'm going to coin that for you. I want that to stick. But um, I'll see y'all later. Dope.